everybody, and welcome to episode 384 of Vidya Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas, coming to you live from the very orange-skied Kermit the Grog Memorial Studio. You want to get in on this? Patreon.com slash LaserTime. Who else is joining me? Uh, Chris, very happy with Mario Antista. Uh, uh, and... Uh, and the sky shall be awash with blood, for the reckoning is upon us. Uh, special Allen. guest, Eye of Sauron. Um, <laughs> now say your name again, sorry. I'm Matthew Allen, they know my name. That's true. Well, the regulars do, but I, you know, I always have to imagine that there's like one new person listening, and they're going to be very confused if we just assume. Seems statistically impossible. <laughs> there's fewer Mm-mm. people every week. Uh, <laughs> oh, but you know we're missing, Michael. We're leaving something out. Mm, oh, are we? Just like this week's top five topic, we're Ooh, leaving out a guest. How appropriate. Something's yes. missing from is our that, show this week. Is that week. so I can plug that we have a, a new episode of 302010 Games with you guys and Chris Baker going on patreon.com slash laser time? A Ghost of Tsushima, Vigigame Gaiden. Yeah, uh, Apocalypse Gaiden. Vigigame oh, no, Apocalypse Gaiden, a new Sick of Star Wars. And a new uh, a new bonus time like all this week. Oh my god! And, and an all new laser time. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's crazy Ooh. pants. Ooh. We typically begin every show with a traditional top five. This week's topic comes to us from friend of the show Dave Rudden, who was like, "Hey, this Mario game is left off this collection. How about you do a show about collections that have left off an important game?" Oh, and I cannot wait to talk about those Nintendo's announcements and the Xbox, but I definitely want to talk about this as soon as we can. Oh. Yeah, yeah well, it's inspired by one of the entries in the list, so for whatever reason, I don't want to spoil it just yet, but it is it is obviously a very big week beyond Mario collections. Oh, damn, I spoiled it. Uh, we, we finally, someone finally forced Microsoft's hand, and they had to reveal not only the existence of of the Xbox Series S, which I will remind you, we now know is like two months away from launch. Yeah, from so the they were going to keep recording. this thing secret until, you know, whoever, who knows when. I, 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 I never want, say I this. I want to know who to thank. I who ne- do we thank I for I never the, say this, this, but thank you for Channers. I know this is you. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, is, who is this deep throat of video game pricing that we owe this to? That I'm like, great. It's like, thank yeah, you for leaking we, that. We, you know, we... You guys still work in the games industry. I did too, and I can't imagine someone I would send that trailer to. <laughs> You're going to be really hype about this. It's a object moving around on a gray screen. <laughs> you, you know what that trailer looked like to me? If, if we're talking about the same one, mm-hmm. the one where it's like emerging and, yeah. and the plastic is forming in the white, mm-hmm. it looked like those old Klondike bar commercials <laughs> where the Klondike bar is going through the chocolate. <laughs> oh, it's. Oh. Not the what would you do ones, but a different different mm-hmm. Klondike bar. Yeah, normally, you want gameplay or something new revealed, and this is just this is tiny. And here's here's a little here's a couple of digits next to it that finally well, let you know how much it costs. Tiny seems relative because like one of the videos was comparing it in size to something we also don't have, oh. but uh, which actually looks kind of huge. It looks to be at least the size of two Xbox One X's right. stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is like it's slightly smaller than the Xbox One X. Isn't that amazing? It's not it's more than slightly smaller. I think they did release some size specs. It's significantly smaller. It's about it's like a third the size of the One X if no, you slice of the it. Series X or the One X? Oh, this, I'm sorry, of the Series X. Yeah, yeah of the Series X. So the yeah. Series X is very big and fat and looks like a cube and like I said, looks to be about the size of two Xbox 
Xbox One X is stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what, I, th- I think they did confirm, like, literal sizing specs now. This we, is going to be so know. confusing. We're going to refer to this shit as the One X and the Series it's X not interchangeably. Our fault. It's not our fault. You, they did yeah. this. Well, like, literally on when you guys sent a link today, you're like, oh, my God, look what's back up on Amazon. They're selling One Xs again. Yeah. again. And I was immediately was like, oh, is that the pre-order? US dollars, who's going to pay that right Why? now? Yeah. I, I told, like I told you, my friend's dad, like I want to get into games and I want to buy a, an Xbox, and like they months. they ceased manufacture on everything. And I looked, and they were out. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it, other than Venture Brothers getting canceled, it's all wonderful Ugh. news this week. Ugh. Yeah, oh. well, and and uh, the West Coast being on fire. Um, I wasn't kidding about the orange sky thing. It has been no. Ridiculous. Yeah, sorry, you guys are in, yeah. Bad well, the, the weird part, not to get too off track, about the orange sky thing is is the air quality reports because that's a thing I never thought I'd fucking check when I was a yeah. grown up that I check every day now. But yeah, the air quality yeah. reports are actually way better than they were last week, and mm-hmm. it's because like uh, this is really sad. When the air quality was bad, it's because it's tiny particles that you can't see that are, like, going to cause cancer. Whereas today, it's literally fucking raining ash on my car and lawn, Mm -hmm. and the air quality is still moderate and okay, and that is terrifying. Well, what was I reading that it it was kind of like, it's up at the atmospheric level, which is why you can't smell it. Yes. My whole feed this week was my Bay Area friends posting pictures. That look like a student film that can't afford to film in a real apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We just tinted everything orange Uh, as shit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, I I went out back at noon, and I tried to, like, where is the sun in the sky? I want to look directly at the sun, because the last time it was this bad, uh, like, I could look up. It's like, oh, yeah, that that dark red thing in the sky, that's the sun. Uh, This time, I looked straight up looking for it, and it's just like... I think I might be looking at it, but I can tell only because my eyes seem slightly more irritated when I look in this direction. Yeah. And just not to be political, but I love being political, so fuck you. Um, it's great to have a bunch of bad news about the president. Things he said are on tape and wonderful, and he can deny yep. them all Still wants. doesn't matter. But, His base doesn't give a shit. But anyway. But, but one of the things, um, just one, somebody on my friend's page commenting about L.A. canceling trick-or-treating, which they walked back. It's just like, uh, we got to re-elect Trump to stop this madness. I'm like, he's already president, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Like, yeah. What do you yeah. think he's going to do that he, he couldn't do talk right about, now? When you talk about this madness, whose madness do you mean? <laughs> I, and, I literally and, and, and posted addition, about that on Facebook saying the same thing, shared it from a friend, which was just like, um, he's promising to fix all this in four months. Why not now? He's yeah, the president. Yeah. Go for and it. Then, and yeah, then like, I had a... This is already Trump's America, man. This you is don't what get, you voted you don't, for. You don't level up in your second term. It's not New Game Plus. Like, it doesn't work like that. Well, then I had a Cult 45 member come at me and go like, it's because the Democrats are preventing him. And it's like one of my other friends chimed in. It's like, um, they run the Senate and the presidency and are filling judicial benches on the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. No one's stopping them. They're mm-hmm. just idiots. My my only heavy message this week, uh, uh, this madness, is partially responsible to the people who deny climate change. That is why California is on fire. That is why California is dry. I am setting up my Halloween decorations across the country. And uh, I, I swear to Christ, even two years ago, I set them up in September. And it's just like, the grass isn't done growing. It's 100 degrees. Like, I can't put anything down because I everything's still growing like a motherfucker like this isn't the right you want to hear the weird part about this so last week was record heat waves in california like it was it was 110 degrees where i live roughly Mm -hmm. at at its high or 111 at its highest 
Today was actually kind of cold because the stuff literally blocking the sun. It's, you know how we always heard about nuclear winter yeah. when we were growing mm-hmm. up? Like what happens and, and what really killed the dinosaurs was was the smoke and ash blocking out the sun. That's literally what's happening in San Francisco is yeah. it's cool getting, getting because it's blocking it's, the sun. It's how humanity beat the machines on the way to leaving the Matrix. <laughs> oh, yeah. That worked out. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's worked out so good there's a fourth movie coming up. Yeah. He's ageless. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Bill and Ted Face the Music is pretty good. It's the it. best thing you could do with your time is to rewatch the Bill and Ted trilogy. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Uh, other than calling the devil the F word, and again, it's the devil. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm not that, sure there's that, a... that F slur gets used a few times in that movie, and you just have to shrug and say, By it bad was people. 1990. By bad people. The mm-hmm. bad robots do that who kill people and try and rape. That's true. Um, they are bad, but the actual Keanu Reeves <laughs> definitely calls the devil the F word. But it's the devil, and I'm not sure there's a lot of... What word can't you call the devil? Hmm. Other than that, it's joyous. It is two best friends ever who support and each other And to be clear, everything. that's Bogus Journey. That's not bogus Face Journey. the Music. They do not no, use Face those the words. Music is... Absolutely wonderful yes. people. Like uh, it's my it's my video game lock of the week. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I I was getting a strong bonus a bogus journey vibe from it because it is, it's very much a sequel to Bogus Journey. Rather but Bogus than, Journey was the bad know. one. No, no, Bogus Journey's great. It's yeah. the, it's it's a little Gremlins y But like that's what I, the trilogy as it stands is like these are all different flavors, mm. very different flavors, and they're all wacky as shit. And, and like totally out there, but rooted in the 80s. It is mm. very fun. And I, t- I brought it up on, on 302010 this week, um, which you can listen to, that it's the 30th anniversary of the Bill and Ted cartoon, which if you played a Bill and Ted game, which Dave did, like love Bill and Ted games, oh, they were yeah. mostly based on that cartoon, mm. not the actual That's movie. That's true. Which and, was and, mostly based on Excellent Adventure, not Bogus Journey. Yes, point. but but had the voice talents of George Carlin, Keanu Reeves, and Alex Winters in it for some reason. Although it's weird that uh, the so Bill and Ted comic that Marvel published around Bogus mm-hmm. Journey, the adaptation of the movie, was my first brush with two uh, artists that I would not understand or really know about until years later. Mm-hmm. One of them was Evan Dorkin, who, who uh, illustrated that comic. Wow. And, like, I, I didn't find out about Milk and Cheese or his other stuff until years afterward. And I was yeah. just like, I recognize this art style. Like, I, the cheese looks kind of like Denomalos. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, at one point, I was like, it, I guess the, the comic was based off the original script. And there's mm. a scene where they confront the, the robot doubles on stage, and the robot doubles beat them to death with the mic stands. <laughs> and uh, like, there's a cutaway to the audience, and they're going like, "Gross!" And it's like, "Not really." Have you ever seen? And it was like, "What's G War?" And like, "Have you ever seen Guar?" <laughs> and oh. then I didn't find out about Guar until high school. So anyway, that's that's no, my whatever. boring old man story for this episode. This is great. I'm very happy right now. I've never been so anxious to record a show before. Really. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, we've let's got a lot of news to get to later on. Yeah. Gentlemen. Yeah. We do have a lot of news. We got a lot of top five. So we're going to take a quick break uh, to tell you about another show, and then we're going to dive right into it. <laughs> Do you like Video Game Apocalypse in 302010? Well, the LaserTime Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two over at patreon.com slash lasertime. We've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 3020 and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts, Michael Raparez and Matthew Allen from Video Game Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. 
and going to Disneyland for the first time, that's all wrapped up in Tron Legacy's promotion that sort of took over the whole park, making yeah. making me feel like, yes, Chris, everything you like is special and will remain special forever. And, and now I go you to the know, park. Chris, to, to the previous generation, Tron was the coolest bad movie they'd ever seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, I love was it. Is it really, though? It's not, it's not bad. It's just not an amazing movie it's it's a it's a pretty good movie with amazing special effects for the time yeah, yeah. it's an accurate assessment and uh yeah if you were at any of the cons they built that whole bar from tron legacy and brought in like and brought that arcade that was at disneyland and attached it to yeah. it yeah it was even better at, at, at san diego comic-con than it was I know. At I, I still have um all over my house because i went to all those cons and then i went to disneyland during that what do you even call those the, the, the 80s the the coin vagina pouches that yeah i know exactly uh, what you're talking yeah, about i know i know what you're talking about yeah those, those like rubber things yes that you would, like squeeze yes yeah. that you squeeze and, and and they i have a ton of exclusive flens arcade tokens I, uh, i'm getting really bad thoughts about how the pocket pussy was invented now that you say that like <laughs> some dude yeah. fetching change it was you're one. right it's it's roy yeah. disney's greatest accomplishment <laughs> <laughs> That's it's like um, I, I fetching change around lands. It's like oh, my other hand is full. I guess I'll use my dick to fish these quarters out. <laughs> Need to do laundry. Man. Also, I'm a scumbag. That was a terrible description because that was even in my childhood. That was one of the dumbest objects in my house I could have had sex with. So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive specials, you can get the 30 2010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the Lasertime shows, including Video Game Apocalypse, right guys? Yeah! And we're back to talk about what? Top five games left out of great collections. Games left out of collections. That's right. I would say mostly great collections, because yeah. even even as I was looking around trying to figure out some stuff here, like there aren't a lot of great collections out there, you know? Hmm. Like Steam will do stuff that like literally bundles products already on the site, but like it's not curating a new collection. It's just allowing you to buy more than one thing at once. Yeah. Uh, there, there aren't a lot of game collections, and I don't think they'll become more prevalent in the digital age. Um, but I wish they would. They might. You it, never know. It, it, I hope so. Um, I hope so. Because a but couple it, things we want to talk about, like, this is the best you can do with a collection, and they don't seem to be doing them anymore. Yeah. I, I just want to uh, also make it clear, like, this is not us saying, like, eh, they left out my favorite game. Eh, yeah. I'm not going to buy it now. We understand there are reasons that these got left off. Still, these are mm. strange omissions in yeah. their respective series and publisher catalogs, etc. So let's yeah. jump in yeah. with... Number five. The inspo for this week. <laughs> Yeah, who's ready to be player two and collect some star bits in which game? Uh, Super Mario, Mario Galaxy, Galaxy 2. Yes. Left His off head is the... the ship. His head is the ship, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know, it's, it's such a... It, weird. It's, it's a weird world, and we're all... We are all succumbing to Nintendo's weird Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just we're like, uh, it's amazing we got these to begin with. But then I'm like, it's only amazing because Nintendo sucks at letting us play its own shit. <laughs> this, God this might damn be it. the only like, one, though, that I can't think of, like, a legit reason why it was left out. Like, the others I, I could guess, like, oh, there must be some licensing thing or, mm -hmm. oh, it was a different developer. But this one, I'm just like, 
Why the hate? Why the hate? Because it's regarded as probably the better Galaxy title. Like, I don't it, get it. it. it and I, I went through I went through a ton of shit on that because even I, as a giant Mario fan... But here's what you have to realize. It's unprecedented. I don't think since the, the first Nintendo did we get a true Mario sequel of any kind. You can say, I know, I know Super Mario World 2. I'm aware of Yoshi's Island. But that is wildly different. That yes. is a totally different game and even ended up spawning sequels to that that aren't involved in Mario shit. We have never, ever, in the space of shit, 30 years, we have not received a true a true main Mario sequel on, on a Nintendo platform in a single generation until Mario Galaxy 2. And I was reading some stuff, people speculating, the Nintendo developers didn't love it because... It, it, like it literally, its its code name was more Super Mario Galaxy or <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy well, more. Like I remember when it came out, people were throwing shade at it, saying like more like Mario Galaxy one point five. It's which, which is literally what it started as. Yeah. It did, and and I heard and, I heard people making that argument, and I heard people I knew that I trusted who played the game and loved it uh, saying mm -hmm. like, no, it's so much more. You need to play. It's it's why games are different. Mm -hmm. It is not as inspired. It, 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 the weird thing I took away from all the shit I looked at, it's why Mario games are special. Is that there are only one a generation, and then once Mario does that, he doesn't do that again. He does something wildly different. Mm -hmm. And with Super Mario Galaxy Two, they did not. So it's underwhelming because it's not revolutionary in the way that Mario is once a generation. Well, uh, maybe and, you don't think riding a dinosaur is revolutionary, but I, I do. Certainly do. <laughs> Everybody loves Yoshi, and they love to ride around on him, and they love the way that riding on him adds a drum track to the music that wasn't there before. <laughs> I love the yeah the bongos there. Can, it's yeah. weird, uh, I, but uh, but I think objectively, Super Mario Galaxy Two is a better game. Hmm. It doesn't have a story. It deliberately doesn't have a story. Yeah, I mean, and, it, it and, sort of has the skeleton of one. But how much story does a Mario game need? It's really? like an alternate telling of the, the story from Super Mario Galaxy with no cutscenes mm -hmm. because it's all gameplay focused. And being that it's all all gameplay focused, it has a way bigger variety of levels. That is a way better variety of things to do. Stupid power-ups are gone. I There are few things I hate more in the world than Mario's spring power-up from Mario Galaxy 1. That shit is gone. And the cloud power-up is in Galaxy 2, which mm -hmm. is a worthy thing, allowing you to create your own temporary platforms to jump higher and higher, wherever you want. And IMO, one of the most useful... I, I don't I don't love waggle controls, motion controls, but just like shaking your fist to create a cloud was like that's pretty rad. I liked it. That's that's and, actually one of the weirdest parts about this collection that mm -hmm. this game was left out of is mm -hmm. they're apparently recreating the waggle controls for Galaxy One on the Switch, which might limit the way you can play that. Like I don't know that you can play it in handheld mode. I mean, not, no, you can you can set it up on a table and play it like that, but you're yeah, not going to play it down on a plane. We'll we'll see how they end up doing. They did confirm today, like your Y button will now do things your waggle did. Okay, okay. and okay. and um, thank you, Japanese Nintendo 35th <laughs> Mario yeah. 35th anniversary uh, untranslated video. It was, but it did confirm that at least. So they yeah. opened up the game, and done something. But Mario Galaxy 2, I think, 
a lot of people love more because there is more, way more to do. There is the challenge is incredible. Super Luigi Galaxy with me, Luigi. Thank you for playing my game. <laughs> I love the way that that compilation of sounds came together. Uh, <laughs> you unlock Luigi way earlier, and he can really. Like, he's better than a power-up. He can help you out. He jumps higher. He lands slower. Uh, he can really help you out with certain problem areas. You didn't have access to him in the original Mario Galaxy until you completed, got 120 stars. This this version is, like, up until... Uh, no, I think it's... Fuck that. No, yeah. It is the hardest 3D Mario I've ever played. Other than a la the last level on 3D World and Land. It is the hardest Mario that exists. These are really challenging things wow. that it asks you to do. And, it, and Nintendo can do that unabashedly because there's so much level variety. Truth be told, I remember playing this game and like, uh, I, uh, I uh, hate riding Yoshi. I don't like it. I'd rather be Mario on foot. Gasp. It makes way more sense. But then Yoshi gets power-ups too that alters the gameplay types dramatically. Uh you, there's those levels where you just eat a hot pepper, a dash pepper, and just run the fuck all the way through it. Uh, speeds Mario could never never gain. And it's like, it's basically you're playing as a different character. There's way more shit to do in this game. So there's way more types of gamers that it can please. Why it was left off, I can only guess that, like, I could be cynical and say, hopefully Nintendo can make money off it another way. That's why yeah. I think people are maybe, mad about it. Because maybe if this is successful, they'll sell it as DLC, or they'll sell it separately in the eShop. If well, I mean, they don't have much time to sell it as DLC because of the fucking limited release availability. Yeah. Yes. Oh God, yeah. What is up yes. with that? And 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 the fact that like uh, there is currently no Wii games on sale in the eShop of any kind. Wow. There's no, there's no Nintendo games on sale of any kind in the eShop from any other platforms. They're free through that yeah, it's, online service. It's all service part of the nothing. online Nintendo online platform. So, and I think that's why people are pissed because it's like, if not here, then where? Yeah. Where would this ever come out? Mm. And, and I don't think there's a good answer to that. What if it's I, I unlockable? Think, I know it won't be, but fuck, what if? It, That'd it could be amazing. Be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I also want to I, say that leaving that out makes mm -hmm. for kind of a slightly disappointing follow-up to mario all-stars because so this is super mario 3d all-stars yeah and super mario all-stars was so complete that it was like it was the first time most americans ever got a chance to play uh the original super mario brothers 2 which was repackaged as the lost levels so, which is a trap and I, i'm yeah. doing my best not to compare galaxy 2 to lost levels because i fucking hate lost levels it's worth it's terrible it's cruel and i can see why it didn't come out here yeah yeah, but. Lost Levels feels like like a fan made game using Mario assets. Like like just mm -hmm. it feels like Mario Maker levels sometimes. It's just like nah. Not and Galaxy has moments like that. It really does. But it is like mm -hmm. it is made by Nintendo's core team. It fucking rules. And just the like uh if I had to predict one thing, if you keep being mad about it, I would predict Nintendo released this for free. I don't think it's a very attractive buy on its own should they develop a way to buy Wii games on the Switch, which they have not done three years into the system. I mean, and I don't expect they could just be them. working on a remaster, and it's just like, eh, let's, let's see why how two? the other three sell. But why two? Like a remaster of Galaxy? Of Galaxy 2. I mean, they're already doing the, the remaster of 1. I don't know. I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But it, it also, like, there's something undeniably cool about that collection to where, like, this represents three different eras. And again, like, what year was Super Mario Sunshine released? 
That has um, never been re-released, ever. You have never been allowed to buy that since the GameCube, yeah, <laughs> officially, yeah. ever. It never came so, to Wii? I guess not. Huh. No. That's crazy. No, no, I mean, you could you could shove it in your Wii yeah. if you bought it, but like it was never re-released. And it was all never it's things in my Wii. Mostly just, GameCube discs. Mario Sunshine is wonderful. I can't, never mind. We'll get to that in the news, but I think yeah. uh, I can, I, I get from like, what what's there now looks really cool. Represent, three games representing three generations mm-hmm. in the game that um, gamers know is good, but isn't very exciting about that generation. It's just an iterative sequel to Mario, which he hasn't had in 30 years. I, I think um, that probably is the, if there's reasoning, that's probably it is like, yeah. now this is meant to be a representation of the three generations versus mm-hmm. this one in a 1.5 game. I don't know. I, I have some thoughts about that collection, which we will get to in the would, news section. In terms of that. leaving it out. If you think like, if you think about how much time those games take to complete, the Galaxy games are way bigger than They're Mario yeah, yeah. 64 and Sunshine. And if you threw two in there, that would mean like the weighted time. It would probably it would it would mean four fifths of your time are spent in Galaxy in the yeah. Wii generation. And it wouldn't look as equal. I, so I, I feel like Sunshine took a while. I remember Sunshine. It did. It's Sunshine's really big. And and I think me personally, I can finish 64 pretty quickly because I, I fucking love that game. But but. Man, we're we're in, for so much of a treat. I don't know why they left it out. I just hope that they make, dude, you own this. Make it available somewhere else. What is somewhere. wrong with you? Yeah. What is wrong with you? We wouldn't even have emulation if Nintendo re-released its own fucking games. <laughs> well, let's move along to number four. It's a tradition in my house to open one present each on Christmas Eve. Hmm. How about? This one! Hmm. Oh, Harley, are you going to make me reprise my role of the Joker from this year's Oscar special laser time? (laughs) No! (laughs) Um, Everyone in this game is played by Troy (laughs) Bakur. <laughs> this is uh, this is the Arkham Origins left yes. out of the Arkham. Co- what was the Arkham collection called? It has a funny name, right? Doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, Return to Arkham. Um, and and yeah, that that just came out, and it, it's it's you know, I get it because it it was the two Rocksteady games that came out for a 360 and PS3, and they got upresed and remastered for for PS4 and Xbox One. And yeah, the one that was conspicuously missing was Batman Arkham Origins, which was not by Rocksteady. It was a prequel made by um, WB Montreal. Yes, thank you. I've played some of it. It's pretty good. It feels a lot like Arkham City, but like with a few maybe questionable choices, like you really clearly wanted to make this boss battle cinematic so it doesn't really mm-hmm. feel fair things like that um i th- i thought the boss battles were so I, I, i'm I thinking specifically com- of the deathstroke boss battle i, I think the, the boss battles are the most interesting thing about it because that's sort of the only thing that sucked about the arkham game mm. for a while and 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 here here's my uh hot take uh cue the sound Ugh, chrissy um that, uh, people hated this game mostly because it was iterative yeah. And, like, the Batman series hadn't been iterative. It had been, like, Arkham Asylum. Holy shit, this is one of the greatest games you've ever seen, whether it was Batman was in it or not. How can you make this game bigger, Arkham City? Holy shit, this is so much bigger and exactly open like world the Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Open world Batman. And this is, this like, the open world aspect to it is, like, kind of a waste. It's just, like, it's 
fucking fetch quests out the ass. Hmm. The boss battles are improved. The story is nice and, and not bad in the slightest. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying that as like a, 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 a as, as a veil, like a fake compliment. But my hot take is that like Arkham Knight is that too. Arkham Knight is not noticeably better than Arkham. City. No, I, I, and I think public consensus and, on that game is is that it's it's like Arkham Knight kind of. It didn't get as bad a rep as Origins, but it was yeah. very much just like, oh, your big innovation was the car. We fucking the hate fucking the car. Ba- People the hated car the sucks. car. The, the biggest thing that separates this from the previous game is the car. And the, again, story is nice. The missions are nice. Uh, the performances are nice. There's so many great things about it, but it's that, that time you leave in between games. Whereas Arkham Origins, like Mario Galaxy 2, threw that all off instead of having to wait half a decade for this thing that you like in uh, like 18 months here's this new thing that doesn't really innovate anything and yeah. uh but it is not- it is more of the you know what people liked and it did introduce its own interesting plot wait till black masks assassins get through with you what assassin <laughs> whoever wins is gonna be famous So this is a younger Batman who's still just kind of establishing his reputation in Gotham. And a few of the criminals know him. And Black Mask, uh, Roman Sionis, uh, puts out a, a hit on him. And eight different assassins are, are all competing to be the ones to, to kill Batman mm-hmm. uh, on Christmas Eve. So everything's... It, it, it's kind of like the same environments, a lot of them, as Arkham City. But now they're all done up like to be Christmassy. Um, and so Batman has to survive the night. And before you ask, couldn't he just avoid the assassins? Sir, I may be stating the obvious here, but you do realize that since you and I are the only people who know the Batman's true identity, those assassins will all fail their mandate if you just spend the evening here. They'll put innocents in danger to attract my attention. I can't take that risk. And you think it's a better idea... To just put yourself in their crosshairs? Yes, because he's the goddamn Batman. Alfred, I could have donated to a million charitable causes. Instead, I wanted to go out and beat up crime. <laughs> Obviously, there's no logical solution to being me. <laughs> so I have two conspiracy theories why this game isn't part of the collection. Which one would you rather hear first? The the more likely or the less likely? Let's, Let's go start with the, the less likely. likely. So the less likely, I think it was... When you are WB Games and you have kind of a flagship studio like Rocksteady, you try to keep them happy. Mm-hmm. And maybe when releasing a collection of their games, you don't throw another studio's game on there mm-hmm. kind of as a, as a, I don't know, just kind of like... They're not with us! Right. They're yeah. kind of deferring to them. <laughs> but here's the one I think is actually more likely because I was, I was kind of reminding myself like, well, I remember there being controversies around this game. This is the game that had a lot of technical issues that they eventually abandoned right. and never fixed. They straight right. up just as of like there as of like the end this of a year there were still was, bugs like bugs where you were falling through the world where it was like save one? files were corrupted. This is the game just, that revitalized Steam's return system. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. It was a Batman game. Really? I thought it might have been City, but like the it, the time frame works out. It might have been Arkham Origins. Huh. Yeah, yeah, and this uh, is the one in February of 2014, WB Montreal, they announced they would no longer release any additional patches to fix issues 
due to the dev team focusing on upcoming single-player DLC. I can hear people's blood boiling over as I say this. And then basically, yeah, any future patches would only be to fix game progression blockers. Like, they would yeah, not fix no, the this, tech did issues. It, did it ever yeah, this get is... single-player DLC? Uh, yeah, yeah. It got, for it, it for got consoles, some... yes. There's, there's a ton of DLC for all these stupid fucking games. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I love the games, but like their DLC is just like... They have me by the balls, yes, but I can at least admit it's fucking stupid. Mm. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, I have to pay $5 to look like Cartoon Batman? Ugh, take my money, but we're both pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, mean, this, I mean, this looks it, pretty good on a PC if you want to play a 4K version of Batman. That's where I did. Versions. I did play and it. It's it cheap looked, on, on Steam also. Oh, I bet. I thought, I as, another, as another conspiracy theory, Deathstroke is, like, built up in this game. It was also the time that was supposed to be who uh, uh, the guy dating Sofia Vergara, <laughs> whatever, Joe Mangi. Uh, he was in the Pee Wee. Oh, Joe Manganiello. He was a, that was supposed to be the next Batman villain. Really? Oh. And then that never happened. Yeah, there's pictures of him in costume and everything. Yeah, the guy from Joe um, Mangi- True Blood. Is he from True Blood? Free I'll see him. He's from Magic Mike. Pee-wee's Big Holiday and Magic Mike. That's all I know him from. <laughs> you know, he was actually Flash in uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 1. What? Really? Was That's really? the same guy. Go look up a picture of him. That huh. is Flash oh, that he be- beats the shit out of in school. I have to. Oh, God. Just a, a handsome forever. Fine. I guess some people get it genetically and some others don't. But, 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 but uh, the, I think this game is fine. I feel bad for it. Because, like, there's plausibly a gamer out there who, like, they played... Arkham uh, Asylum and picked up Arkham City and they have no idea that people don't like this game because it's fucking it's like objectively great beyond fine mm. and like and, if this was like, the only Arkham game that you played you probably have a pretty high opinion of right it would you would you would have had a fucking great time and, and and I remember when the collection came out like I would buy this but like I bought everything else on console I bought Origin on PC I would like to have Origin. It's why I didn't buy the collection because hmm. I, I like it wasn't in there. Like I no, I want them all on one platform. Or why I already own these, and I know they were optimized, whatever. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's not cool. It's a little bit of a travesty because this is like a, obviously a colossal undertaking, and if you didn't play it on PC, very polished, uh, and, and just some of the best service Batman has had in any medium, given how bad the DC movies have been. <laughs> Christopher uh, Nolan's accepted, of course. No, even those no. are utter shite. I'm, of course, I'm kidding. Okay. Those are <laughs> obviously those are. Fantastic. Well, I mean, Rising was kind of meh after the first two, but again, no, I I went and watched it again, and it's like, wow, I would stab my mother in the fucking vagina to have a movie this good come out, <laughs> like in the Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Like, shit, this is good. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So, um. I I think the the best review that I read of this game or the one that sticks out in my mind the most is something awful's one sentence reviews by uh Dennis Farrell and I think his review for Arkham Origins was something like imagine a prequel to The Dark Knight using the same sets and directed by McGee <laughs> like, like yeah it's, it's yeah, okay it's yeah. so mean it, it is but like this game is of higher quality than 90% of the games that came out that, that year. It's it's so cruel to say that kind of shit about it. It really Yeah, cuz it's it's really not that. It's not mm-hmm. that they like take it in this ridiculous direction. It's that it emulated the previous two games too yeah. much. Like it just got knocked cuz it wasn't Well, innovating. and it it d- didn't quite have the same vision, I guess. It wasn't like it it was 
Like, yeah, this is a pretty good follow-up. It's not as good as the games that it's following. Yeah. I remember, like, oh, the, the many objectives throughout the open world are stupid and mundane. I'm like, you're not looking at Arkham City correctly. Because mm. <laughs> those were, yeah. too. So, so the, and, the pro- and, and Riddler trophies are for suckers. Yeah, the progression the of this series was, like, Arkham Asylum was this incredibly tight, well-constructed Metroidvania. It was like the best 3D Metroidvania since Metroid Prime. And then City was just like, okay, we're going to put an open world in between all the Metroid areas. And Mm -hmm. so you're going to swing around uh, on a grappling hook and do random open world stuff in between like these, you know, discrete Metroidvania-like areas. And uh, like it, it was fun enough to get around as Batman, and it's just like okay, it doesn't really it's matter. Interesting if to get around as Batman, but you in between then you could also beat up varying minorities complaining mm. about how hungry they were. Yeah, and <laughs> thanks, Batman. You're doing a great job. Great job, billionaire superhero. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how many McNuggets that bat suit could have bought? All of feed them. It feed bought, all of Arkham. They could have bought like a. Uh, a state's worth of McDonald's franchises, at least. I know. Yeah. Um, and he goes through them like crazy, also. He gets, like, one, new ones delivered in the middle of games. You know, the, the, the story, the setup is interesting in that it kind of pulls you in being like, this is going to be more about, like, Gotham's underworld and the mob and uh, Batman's rogues gallery of not necessarily super-powered villains. And, of course, it's really about introducing the Joker, which is not a spoiler because they telegraphed it in like the very first uh, press previews of this game. Like the Joker's in this and it's about Batman, like first his first contact with the Joker and figuring out who he is. And it's also about uh, the Joker's first contact with someone else. Who is this person? Ooh, someone very, very special. But whose real name? I don't even know yet. Uh, my name's Halloween. Harleen Quinzel. What a pretty name. Do your friends call you Harley? Oh, I don't have a lot of friends. Well, Harley, you got one now. Ooh. Yeah, he's talking about Batman and says, like, oh, someone I can relate to for the first time. And she thinks he's talking about her. But, oh, well. So sad. I love I love the Harley Quinn animated series. I re- started watching it it's on you guys' so recommendation, good. and it's fantastic. Goddamn. King Shark forever. Yeah. I'm so happy for the Suicide <laughs> Squad movie. I've heard someone describe it as, like, if you are craving Venture Brothers, it's that was Diana a decent... That was that Diana? There yeah, it is. And yeah, then, and then they wife. said, Venture Brothers is canceled almost immediately afterwards. So that's, like, like, the second time she's know, killed it's, a person or media property by tweeting about it. It's such a bummer that... that I don't know. It's like uh, the, there's a uh, uh, no naked gun for superhero movies, but if you watch Lego Batman, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is it is DC making its own naked gun movie about itself. Yeah, and it That's is true. fucking excellent. And leave meaning that if they're going to do that, other people can't. <laughs> and so in a, in a corporate world where AT and T now owns Vi- Venture Brothers via. Warner, Time Life, Turner, and Cartoon Network. Like, why would we make a funny superhero show with people who aren't known superheroes? Mm. Well, of course I, we I also heard that one possible explanation is that uh, Venture Brothers is currently locked into a, a streaming deal with Hulu. And so they're like, if mm. we cancel it and bring it back as a different show, we can put it on HBO Max with everything else. 
which is where they want to put everything. Venture Brothers is in my top five favorite shows of all time, but I forget it exists for years at a time because <laughs> their production well, schedule. Well, because they don't, they don't put on new ones for years at a time. I know. So, like, because I have no better place to talk about adult films. Like, we want to keep going, but, it, like, it doesn't make sense to make a show out of this. Like, if you look at Cartoon Network Vanilla, they run, like, uh, Teen Titans and We Bear Bears movies and Steven Universe movies, like, all the fucking time. They're not mm-hmm. new seasons. They're just like a movie. Like Venture Brothers should have a movie like every year. Sure. Period. Yeah. Why keep not? doing that and and keep it synonymous with your network. Be seven cool. seven seasons in seventeen years is a little ridiculous. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, anyway, but the only reason we have more Rick and Morty is because they had to create that new production company to keep production going because Cartoon Network is kind of animation's expensive and Cartoon Network is cheap. When those yeah. combine, you get three seasons in between. Well, I mean that that is a. a network that came to prominence by stitching together uh, cells from old, you know, 1970s Hanna-Barbera uh-huh. cartoons. This week celebrates the 30th anniversary of Captain Planet, um, Ted mm. Turner's first foray into animated adventures, ah, yes. which is sort of the beginning of Turner slash Cartoon Network's original cartoons. Those networks only exist to play old shit. That's why Ted Turner bought everything. Hmm. And it, well, look what you did to me. That's uh, boring. Are we Let's still talking on. about Batman? What Matt's the board? Not anymore. They're all owned by the same people. Oh shit! What could this possibly be? Uh, is this con- co- what is this? One of the contras? Uh, it is indeed. It is one of the contras. It is contra rebirth, and I'm gonna give this not only to contra rebirth. It can share an entry with Castlevania: The Adventure Rebirth, yeah. both of which were left off of the Castlevania and Contra collections, uh, possibly because they weren't. You know, done directly by Konami. But, this was way forward, wasn't it? Uh, well, no these these were M2, I think, which also is the company, the developer that did the collections. Okay, that makes no sense now. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it could have been. I, 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 see, I guarantee there there could be a situation where these games were like deleted and lost forever. I it could not. be. This but one made theory. sense to they're me. They're trapped on WiiWare, which yeah. no longer exists. So they're unless gone. you're willing to track them down illegally, or you already bought them years ago, there's no way to play them. See, Rebirth makes sense to me, like, because I felt like the Contra collection, they kind of, they cut it off at a certain year, and, mm-hmm. and Rebirth was 2009, so it made sense, but there are any number of Contra games that could have yeah. made this list, well, because, like... Rebirth, I think, especially because, well, number one, because it doesn't exist anywhere except WiiWare, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, because it's very much in the 16-bit style of the mm-hmm. original Contra games. It looks like nothing so much as Contra 3, but with like s- somewhat chunkier pixels. And it's it's just very short and bite-sized. It has a bunch of characters. There's Brownie, who, or, or like BRW9. She's a, a, a tiny robot who's half the size of the other Contras and uh, has a little ponytail and a gun arm. There's Newt Pliskin, who's an alien lizard man. <laughs> oh, and come it, on. it like the cutscenes are almost like motivational, like... Any fighting man can be a Contra. Even an alien can be a Contra. <laughs> it's just yeah. I, I thought and I, I thought Rocket Knight was in this somehow, but mm. Konami made a separate redo 
for non Nintendo platforms before on 360. It, yeah, it's, but I remember. I thought I remembered seeing that they were going to do it with Jackal, which is one of my. I think mm. the most underrated two-player game of all time. I love Jackal. That's the Jeep game. And that is the top-down Jeep game. Someone can drive. Someone can shoot. Not you can both jump out and shoot. Fucking great. But uh, but but these rebirth games all prof- like critically did very very well, yes. and th- and they're locked on the worst. Sorry, mm. visually the worst system that mm. ever existed. I won't call the Wii the worst system that ever existed, but like uh, visually they deserve to look better. And like, dude, try and find YouTube versions of this. They look like shit. They they could look better. But like capture technology and the Wii was what it was, mm-hmm. and and only people with these on their Wii, there I, I swear, but given how few people use the WiiWare service, I don't believe these have hit emulation scenes yet. They have, have they? Yeah, well, at least at least I know Castlevania the Adventure has. Okay, um, which by the way has a great fucking soundtrack. <laughs> Also has a rare voice clip from Dracula. <laughs> As ever, the ally of worthless humans. Uh, so Castlevania, so Contra Rebirth is a completely original game that's like an homage to the classic Contra games. Uh, Castlevania The Adventure Rebirth is like an expanded remake of the Game Boy Castlevania The Adventure, which mm. by itself is on that collection, but it has things like, you know, gigantic eyeball sprites that you have to fight. There are keys that you have to find to open secret paths through the levels. By the way, I, pr- I proposed uh, all Game Boy games should be a list because yes. there are no collection well, yeah. of Game Boy games I ever. I was going to say, like, mm. okay, well, you, you were saying Game Boy games in general. I'm saying mm. the GBA Castlevanias deserve to be re-released in some form because yeah. they're amazing. Uh, you deserve to be able to see Circle of the Moon, goddammit. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the DS ones, and also the DS Contra 4, deserve new life somewhere. I don't know, maybe put it on Switch with a flip grip so you can see both screens simultaneously. Like, yeah, or an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. it's worth going through the Contra series to, to, to list out, because they left out so many games, and some it makes sense. So, like, Contra series has had a lot of games, right? Oh, but the, yeah, the, the collection have been really bad. The collection mm. includes the original Contra, both on arcade mm-hmm. and the NES version, yeah. which is awesome. It includes so this this is where it always got confusing to me. It includes Super Contra, yes. which was one of the only games on the NES called Super. That's not a Super NES game because that yeah. was like what you did with your it NES. Didn't have games. Mario put, in it. Put Super, yeah. 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 Uh, but, but so yeah, Super Contra, and it was just Super C on NES. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's Operation C, which is a Game Boy game. So actually, this collection gets a little credit. It does include a yes. Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. The These are the only ones, though. Well, the, uh, the, the Castlevania one does too. The Konami, the Konami series. They're it, the only people who have done this. It includes Contra Three, right? Yeah. Uh, the the collection. Yes. Does not include Contra Force because that's a spinoff, right? Yeah, but it was an NES game, so it probably totally qualifies. Yeah, uh, includes Contra Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Contra Legacy of War it does not include, right? Thank God. Uh, There's one by Appaloosa. The, I think Appaloosa made two of the games, and neither yeah, of them were yeah. very good on PS4. Well, there was also C, the Contra Adventure, which yes. is not in the collection. I think that might be Appaloosa. Uh, does not include Sharded Soldier, right? Nope. 
which well, was pretty Shardy. good. I like I like and that one. Neo that Contra. PS2. The sequel to that was a lot of fun. Yep, and it does not include Contra Four. Does not include Contra Rebirth. So it seems like their cutoff was side-scrolling 2D type games before PlayStation. Yeah, their cutoff was a 16-bit era, which okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. But even then, both of those collections have some glaring omissions. If we want to play that game, the Castlevania collection did not have Castlevania Dracula X, the the okay-ish Super Nintendo port of Rondo of Blood. But that one that there was it was it doesn't in have its own collection Castlevania at the same Legend. Time. But remember, it wasn't the Rondo of Blood thing. It came out with Symphony of the Night in its own little mini collection, so at least they could explain that. But Castlevania Dracula X is a different game that Mm. is, you know, tolerable on its own merits. And it it would have been interesting to include. I don't think it would have cost them much more. If I I may steal from Matt here, uh, least likely to most likely controversy, least likely, but kind of likely, if I buy a Friday the 13th box set and it doesn't include the remake... Yeah. I'm not bothered in the slightest. Right? Yeah. It yeah. would. It would. It would never bother me. That's either. true. I'm just saying. It would, like, it, it, you know, there are some omissions here. No, no. Uh, you said Castlevania, but Castlevania Rebirth is like kind of a different game. Hmm. And and I didn't. And again, this is through not great research. I just like I was looking for like, I played this at the office on the office Wii that could you know play anything from the Wii store for free. Uh, I never bought this myself, and I don't know where my Wii is. Um, I, what the fuck does this look like? And like Konami doesn't have any official pictures. I got a Moby Games, and it's like all from courtesy of Nintendo.com. Like, hmm. Unless, unless for the Rebirth series on Moby Games, it's weird. A fans don't care enough about these to have submitted screenshots to MobyGames.com. Also, that it comes from Nintendo.com, and it was exclusive to Nintendo platforms, even though every other platform was better at d- distributing the digital content. Is there a chance Nintendo paid for these and well, maybe has okay, some exclusive, for WiiWare to have, to have big names them. on the WiiWare? Do we know mm-hmm. what the fuck is the deal with the capital R, capital B in Rebirth? Uh, all I can say is fucking Japan. Because whenever they start <laughs> making a game, the first thing they do is like, what can we do to guarantee the customer won't find the sequel next to the original game on a game show? <laughs> like, See, I, I thought you were saying we do? They, they usually, it's like some kind of pun, right? Or play on, let's, like, oh, it's the, let's art, make the them right look. button, you know? Remember all the games with DS hidden in the title? Right, yes. I want to find, what's the Final Fantasy fighting game? Well, duh, Duodecim, leave the F section, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But yeah it, well, they, right. I mean, you were asking what does they look like? It looks like a 16-bit Castlevania. Um, it, it does look yeah. like too little, too late. What they were doing was not impressive enough to be on a non-HD system and wow people. But they are good games, and they're solid entries from their original publisher. Mm-hmm. I am even seeing now this sentence makes me laugh on Wikipedia. <laughs> the Contrary Birth was nominated for Game of the Year by Nintendo Power, uh, as well as as well as WiiWare Game of the Year and Best Action Game, but it lost to Epic Mickey. I'm like, that seems fair. But <laughs> those are two <laughs> those are two games people kept arguing over. Which is better, Contra Rebirth or Epic Mickey? <laughs> well, Contra, those, Contra feels very much like a series to me that is it is due for a new entry, but like as a Game Pass title. You know, like I, I don't know that they could sell a side-scrolling Contra game on its own. Hmm? Yeah. I said it got a new entry like last year. It did. What well, isn't? I think it's on Game Pass. There is. There is one of the Contra. It's, it's Blazing like Chrome. Contra, it's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Blazing, no, Chrome. Blazing Chrome is great. No, but there was a legit Contra game and it was not well received. I mean, that, yeah. that's the bummer. These companies are addicted to AAA money and they know they they can't funnel 
money or resources into making these games better because they kind of only exist in a, you know, a non 3D landscape. There's that, no way to make, make a good 3D Contra game. But that's what's isn't. beautiful about the subscription well, is, here's, is here's theoretically... Here's a way to make a good 3D Contra game. Don't make it so that your guns operate on a cooldown timer. Yeah, don't Because do that. that's what they did. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying, like, so the subscription world opens that up to being like, hey, yeah. look, you're just going to guarantee you're going to get your development money back plus some, some other money that you'll get to put this on this service. Just, mm. just throw it And there. let's be cynical. You'll raise your stock price. People will care about you. Like, oh, this company that always did this one thing is now doing this thing again. Neat. They don't care that much about money. Neat. Their, their fucking name is skyrocketing. One thing that excites me about COVID-19 is Konami has had to relook at video games because their gym and pachinko <laughs> parlor businesses yeah. are not doing yeah. so well. Yeah, oh my... I mean, I don't relish that. Sega just closed an arcade that I really liked. Just uh, go play Yakuza and you'll, you'll, you'll be well, right there. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll get a uh, an entry in this next series. Number two. Where is my friend? What? What are you talking about? Oh, what next? Snake. Hey, you're that ninja. <laughs> the stupidity of that line. Um... So this is the twin snake. Metal yeah. Gear Solid, the twin. The snakes. twin snakes, the uh, somewhat controversial GameCube remake of yeah. uh, the original Metal Gear Solid, and I absolutely loved it, this at the time, except for one thing, and mm. that is they all all of the cutscenes were now written and directed by Ryuhei Kitamura, the director of Godzilla: Final Wars, and Good. they just became. So over-the-top ridiculous for no reason. Uh, like, my personal favorite, the 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 battle between Snake, who has a Stinger rocket launcher, and Liquid Snake in the Hind D. And normally in the first game, I think, like, you, you just shoot him down with a bunch of missiles, and eventually, oh, uh, you land a, a direct hit, and he goes down. Blah, whatever. Uh, not so much this time around. Eat this! Fires a missile. Snake backflips over it. And he stomps on it. And it goes wild. And it lifts Snake up into the air. Are you, and he are shoots you a rocket notes? while he's flying through the air at Liquid. Fast and Furious producers, are you taking notes? Please be taking notes. It, it seemed very heavily inspired by The Matrix since it came out just a few years after it. And it was yeah. it was just like, this is so needless. Just let me feel like I accomplished something. Don't make me watch a cool cutscene where the character does something awesome that I can't do during normal gameplay. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know that the reason, like... So I think the reason this gets left out of collections is because of its tie to the Nintendo. There was a lot of cutesy well, Nintendo just, shit believe, in this game. Not right? just I Nintendo, believe... but Silicon Knights. Well, yes, yes, because they were like this weird second-party Nintendo studio mm-hmm. for some reason at the time on the GameCube era. Yeah. Well, after after Eternal Darkness, like they were. And we we have a, a laser time talking to our buddy Julian, who used to work there. It has some real fun stories, up to and including I think Silicon Knights 
just getting to work on this game because they were at the right place at the right time. And Mimo was like, "Cool, you do it." Mm-hmm. And you're <laughs> a Western I mean, developer. Talking, doesn't this game have like little like Mario Easter eggs in it, like figurines and stuff? This, oh this, yes. Among among everything on the list. Yes, uh, there it is. Yes. Yeah, there are little Mario and Yoshi figurines that you can shoot and get those noises. There is a GameCube that you can look at on Otacon's desk. All the Playboys are gone. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was uh, great though in that it let you play Metal Gear Solid One as if it was Metal Gear Solid Two. It looked way yes. better and, and played like two. It, which it let you hmm. go into first person aiming, which is it's kind of difficult to play those games without. I was I just about to say, I, as a man who recently tried to play through three in the HD collection, any progressing any progressing gameplay is like welcome because man, those games are dated. It's just the control schemes are like. What the fuck were they thinking? Like, it's weird, dude. It's really hard to go back and play old Metal Gear games. I, I Yeah, I think of all the things we have on this list, this is the one that's like, we know the most why this isn't yes. included in the collection. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and but, also, but, like, it, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe they could consider bringing this back on Switch as some kind of joint venture because... Uh, you know, obviously it's very tied to Nintendo, um, and nowhere is that more obvious than when you face off with Psycho Mantis. There are photos of Nintendo executives on the wall of the office that will animate and laugh at you. And, of course, it gets very Nintendo-centric. Now I'll read more deeply into your soul. I see that you enjoy Nintendo games. You like action games? You've been playing Super Mario Sunshine, haven't you? <laughs> the flood pack oh, is pulled. So you've played Super Smash Brothers Melee before. So Dan Reichert literally tweeted that out today really? as we we're recording. He was he's been playing this and yep, it's that scene. It's like you've been playing Super Mario Sunshine. You've been playing Pikmin too. <laughs> Why? Why? Was Pikmin not enough? You've been playing Kirby. You're too old for that babby game. <laughs> but what doesn't make sense, I think, to, well, I, like, I don't have any more information than most anybody else out there. But what doesn't make sense to most people including myself is like well why can't you make this available on a nintendo system like th- that this exists is a miracle but it is also nintendo releasing a last gen game that it, its last system was too shitty to pull off on its current gen and it needed to be look and be better otherwise what was the fucking point uh, and they paid for it so nintendo obviously ponied up the dough and allowed its characters and assets to be used in this game fine why can't you sell this again? Yes. Snake was just in Smash Ultimate. Like, why not? Why can't you sell it again? I, I probably, I, had, had, I would imagine it's difficult to work out the rights between three different companies, one of which exactly. no longer exists. And it's like, look, I've been talking about this a little on bonus time, but I talked about it in the new episode. I'm sick of Star Wars. Like, I cannot believe I had a hard time pirating Star Wars. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Like, because piracy is like, it's down given how many resources we mm. have, but there are a shitload of things we've seen miraculous deals that have occurred through streaming networks say. And, and, and remember this is part of marketing budgets. Um, this, and it's all, it also is not the idea like we want to get $60 out of this person. Like if this person is signed on for 10 years, 
that's how much we wanted this person. So the sky's the limit with, with what you spend on your product. And that doesn't include selling it as an actual product 10 years down the line. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and so we don't want to negotiate these rights again. And like, well, that's fucking, that's stupid. That is incredibly stupid. But there might come a time where like, you're a Gilmore Girls fan and Netflix is out of business. They were purchased by Crackle and they went under. And, mm. <laughs> and you can't find your Gilmore Girls episodes. You're arrested, new Arrested Development. I swear, this is going to happen. I, Don't well, look at me like that. I was crazy. actually going to say, though, I think actually Silicon Knights being defunct makes the rights thing easier. Because typically the way these things are worded is that if a company goes under, the rights mm. revert to some owner. Oh, so. Okay. It's probably just mm-hmm. it's it's between Nintendo and Konami at this point if they want to make I, it. I happen. would so this I would has ne- been left off of the Metal Gear Solid HD collection, which was Metal Gear uh, Solid Two, Three, and Peace Walker, and also the first two MSX games if you count you know what what you can unlock in Metal Gear Solid Three Subsistence uh, and one. <laughs> well, one was only included in the PS3 version, and it was only included as a download of the PS1 Classics version. And it might have only been in the Legacy Collection. I don't know if the vanilla like HD collection came out on PS3. This is why I did not bother. <laughs> like, I'll steal them. You don't need but, to do but it. But yeah, it would I be great. It. Like, I, I forget if they've brought the HD collection to Switch, but if they did, it would be great if it included Twin Snakes. Just it would be saying. an immediate buy for me, just yeah. just like to have that version. Yes. Even if I never intended on playing, I will. Like Matt, I have tried three, four times to start Metal Gear Solid Three from the beginning, and it's it's agonizing to me. I can't, I can't do it. You guys want to hear my start. my thing of shame? So mm-hmm. I went back to replay it because it was leaving Game Pass. <clears throat> it left at the end of <laughs> August. I got all the way up until right before the big boss fight. And then I I had to go to bed for the night. I was too tired. I didn't finish it, and it's fucking gone from the service. It expired. <laughs> You'll have you're, to buy it now. Your sa- your games your saves are saved via Game Pass. Oh yeah, so. no, the save save's still there. I can wait till it's on sale, it or or I can go to or. YouTube and watch someone else do it and <laughs> not give a fuck. Ultimately, why? you could you could probably buy a disc for very cheap from any used game well, store. Because the worst part of playing that game was playing that game. Oh, I know, but you say that, but in like. You know, you. I guess Michael's lived in his house for a while, like us. Yes. Uh, I could go buy. I could probably buy Twin Snakes for a decent price. But then, you're not considering parts and labor. I need parts and labor, and then I have to hook up a new system that I'll use once mm. to play this fucking. Like, no, under no circumstances. Yeah. Well, no. The beauty of anything being on Xbox, because they care about backwards compatibility, is hey, it'll mm-hmm. work. It'll work next yeah. time. Well, as long as we're and, talking and, about the the Game Pass version, like they omitted a. a they omitted Peace, Peace Walker, Walker which yeah. was in mm-hmm. the earlier on-disc version of the game. Yeah, that's weird. It's but totally I, I weird, because it, that's I the version it, I played. It's, it's that, so one, uh, 2 and 3 were on one disc, and then Peace Walker was on a second disc, so mm. that might explain why. On the oh. second UMD. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> Could, yeah, maybe it's like, hey, it's one executable for game, fuckers, get out of here. Yep. Yeah. But, oh, so what I was going to say is I played Metal Gear Solid 1 a billion times. I will never, ever ever play that game again unless it's something different like twin snakes mm-hmm. twin snakes uh, I, which i never got a chance to play oh, what a and uh yeah yeah I, I i it would have to be something new there's nothing else i can learn from that i i love that, that little period of of the gamecube where it was like 
we're doing kind of GameCube ports of games you know and love from other things. It was that and the Resident Evil remake mm-hmm. that I'm just like, what's, yeah. what's going on with the GameCube thing? But I'm loving it because I never played the OG Resident Evil, but I played that GameCube remake and I'm like, this is great. This is the best way to play it. I, that, I don't need to play, go back and play some, I guess, PlayStation version, you know? Yeah, and, and like the rebirth, if if my vague theory is correct, if Nintendo footed the bill for that, Konami published it and M2 developed it, Konami might not have any information on that. And like they may have been the liaison between Nintendo and M2 would have been the ones talking to one another. Yeah, could be. And yeah. Mm. Well, um, yeah, sad, sad that they, they can't make this happen. And uh, another game that we will probably never see again in any form. seen this game available in any other form? No, ever. there was a remake. That's not well, yeah, and it sucked. Not a the, Wii not remake, not the original N sixty four game. Uh, mm-hmm. So this this is like a would be like a four way battle for for rights because the collection we're thinking of is Rare Replay, which had yes. every game Rare had ever done up to that point, more or less. Maybe it's omitting. one of the best buys in the business. Yeah. Uh, but if you have an Xbox, you have Game Pass, and you don't have to pay anything for it. Yeah. But this was missing. We still got the spiritual successor, uh, Perfect Dark, but we did not get the original Goldeneye. Debuted on N64, like what, like a year or two after the movie? Um, Yeah, it was a while. (laughs) And it was one of the the best N64 games ever made, if not the best. It's not just one of the best N64 games there was. Um, The four controller ports um, Mm. on the Nintendo 64 had no bigger benefit than for... Mario Party, Dorm Rooms, and GoldenEye. And GoldenEye, I'm sure people have said it more elegantly, I think introduced uh, a world of non-PC gamers to first-person shooters. Yes. Yes, I think so too. Michael, I do need to point out, before we get attacked in the comments... Mm-hmm. Rare Replay also was missing Donkey Kong Country and Diddy oh, Kong Racing. Oh, well, yeah, okay. True. All right, yes, that, that is just, important. Just, but just those, are also, but, those are also but, not good. Those are all, and, and those are all so intertwined with Nintendo. Like, yeah. these are Nintendo's characters. Obviously, they're not going to appear on a non-Nintendo system ever. This shit, this yeah. shit is... It's, it's a game Nintendo paid for mm-hmm. that Rare made, and Rare is now owned by Microsoft, and the license to James Bond, who the fuck knows where it is, but it used to be at Activision. So it would just yeah. be this I believe it's- giant battle over nothing hmm. to try and get this released anywhere in its original form. I think it, it might have been with EA at some point. Who it was. Made, who made the, uh, there was like EA. the GoldenEye Reloaded. EA. EA so, okay, and, so, yeah, um, and, and EA, one with yeah. Sean Connery actually in it. EA. Yeah, EA, EA had the yeah. From Russia with Love. They had the Bond license for no, a few. No, that's I, a, I might be thinking uh, Activision might have done the, the GoldenEye Reloaded that had like the Daniel Craig Bond. It did. That was Activision. That was reimagined Activision. everything. And then that came out as an HD version on 360 and PS3 uh, with Call of Duty controls, basically. So it was like Call of Duty, James Bond. Uh, it did not... I I don't think it held a candle to the original in terms of innovation or just general fun, and it reimagined all the characters from the movie. So like now, what even is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Valentin Zhukovsky is he, he's 
big bear like Robbie Coltrane who becomes an ally to Bond and comes back in the next movie. Uh, this is just like some wiry Russian gangster who gets shot immediately. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. Uh, can I, can I, my, one of my secret shames that I'm, I'm happy to reveal it here. Um, up and when this game came out, I had never seen a James Bond movie. Really? And I, yeah, they, I owned the game. I played it a little bit. And I played the, the single player, and then when I went to college and brought it with me to the dorm, everyone, like, it was the only reason people would come over to my room. Like, it mm. was just a constant GoldenEye marathon. And we we learned where, dude, we learned what order the spawn points would spawn you at, so we would know how close we were to the person who just killed us. It was like, we learned everything about this game. It was an obsession for so many fucking people. Yeah. And, yeah. and and but I'd never seen a James Bond movie, and, and I finally saw this. I think on a Patreon uh, commentary, watching the movie was like watching Super Mario Brothers the movie. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like I I'd never seen it, and like oh yeah, that's like the scene from the game. Like yeah. no, this is <laughs> no when he jumps off the dam. Like oh weird. Like I, I this, think both didn't, Michael didn't and I were all the fighting that led up to that first. <laughs> Yeah, remember when he got the Kalashnikov and just senselessly gunned his way through a bunch of guards? Yeah, like none of it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And 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 man, watching the movie was fucking surreal. Like it, it feels like did someone read my dreams? <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm watching the adaptation of Rare's Golden Eye. I think that I that really damn like sequence, it. the damn dive, might might be the most memorable Bond opening sequence of any yeah. of the Bond films, at yeah. least well, for me. That, that introduced players to one of the coolest things about uh, GoldenEye at the time, which was the sniper mode, which mm-hmm. up to that point, I think, had only ever been done before in MDK. And I remember reading um, one of the developers at, at Shiny saying, uh, yeah, I think they stole that from us. Oh, but, no. Yeah. You know, it's it's good to steal features. That's how genres get popularized. Whatever. So I, I think Michael and I probably both experienced this. One of the reasons this game was a phenomenon to me and my friends at the time is I was in college. And so this was a huge dorm room slash fraternity yes. house game of like four player PVP sessions all playing on one N64 in one spot. Cause this mm. came out in 1997 when I was in college. So. And I, I think I've told this story, like I have a weird miracle around this game that, um, so I had this, uh, roommate in my sophomore year who was kind of a slob and insisted on leaving the door, the front door unlocked at all times because he didn't want to have to bother with his key. And I was like, Hey, what it's college. Who's going to come in here? And so uh, he had his N64 out in the front room and basically monopolized my copy of GoldenEye. Like, I could rarely play it because he would always have friends over playing it. And uh, one day I come home and he's really upset and somebody came in through the unlocked door and stole his N64 and all of his games and yet somehow they had left my copy of GoldenEye. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, like they already had it probably yeah, I, I got it back game. I wasn't ripped off <laughs> so but he oh, was... I love it that sounds like college to me I was going to say that yeah. you know leaves his door unlocked spoken like yes. a man who hasn't had half of yeah. his DVD and, uh, collection he, stolen yeah he, he made that uh, mistake a few more times and I think what, his guitar went missing and he was absolutely devastated that is that is so fucking white boy college shit like let's go on a heist 
to steal new games. <laughs> oh yeah, Gold and I already was... had this. It's worth sixty dollars still. Mm-hmm. I don't care, man. I ain't going to no games. Because you know stuff. it was always fellow college students. Because like I went to school. USC is is not in a great part of town in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But we knew if anything was stolen, it wasn't the local people around there. It was fucking rich college kids that were your fellow mm-hmm. students stealing your shit. Like, come on. Well, I I also like he. He was known to buy drugs. My, I have a personal what? theory what? that it might have been like one of his drug dealer friends who came to collect a debt. Uh, and be, because, like, I remember once he like gave me a fifty dollar bill and it's like, oh, if a guy named Space comes by, give this to him. I'm like, okay, yeah. And so well, that changed, Space came yeah. by. And I'm like, oh, hey, are you Space? Like, oh, he said to give this to you. And he's like, oh, okay, man. Well, you want to see? And like, he he took out like a, a postal scale and like started measuring out like psilocybin mushrooms on my floor. I'm like, what the fuck what, are you doing? Michael, his name was Space. What the fuck did you expect to happen? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like my, my first year freshman roommate was named Babylon. People adopt weird names in college. What? I, I don't care what he did. I watch only Fox News, and I've learned if you have any involvement with drugs, you deserve to be shot unarmed by police. <laughs> like, at any point in your history. Uh, no, no, no. Yes. Correction. Unless you're white, and then we don't care about uh, your past, Chris. Right. Remember. Uh, remember. We I keep trying to tell him, like, like, ma'am, 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 calm down. Do you have kids? Odds are one of them will be a piece of shit. Hmm. And <laughs> be in a situation <laughs> where they'll be fucked up on something and probably point, have, have a... a, a a weapon pointed at him by the police. They deserve to get you. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, Golden uh, Eye. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, other than the weird yeah. Nintendo issues, I, I mean, I got something believe- you probably heard a lot. Dude, when I heard that music in the movie, like it was just like, is this a parody? Are they making fun of the gold? <laughs> Fuck, I keep forgetting. I was at least aware enough of Bond movies to know that the game yeah. was pulling from the movies. Like, fairly and, well. and they have a very iconic soundtrack. No, what I, were I you mean, saying just, about Nintendo issues, man. I, I was just saying, I'm the, wondering. I was, you know, because the N64 had a fucked up controller. I'm wondering, mm. was was there any mapping issues they couldn't get around? Like, were there any buttons Probably. or controls they couldn't figure out? Do you remember the, the C the C stick, the uh, C buttons were your strafe? I it's mean, it depended awful. on how you wanted to play it. I, I think the the strafing C buttons that might have been a Turok thing, but like you could play, you had the option of playing Goldeneye with like analog stick for movement, C buttons for look. I preferred to play C buttons for control, like movement, and the analog stick for look. That's a better way to play it, but you're like reversing everything you know about Dude, using okay. a stupid can I, battery I, I can controller. Just, I didn't quick know much aside. about it at the time because it hadn't been standardized yet. Remember when they every developer thought that's how left-handed people played? I've okay. never fucking played that way. I don't reverse my sticks. Get the fuck out of here with that. Like, what? I've known it, left-handed people who, play, who reverse sticks. I knew a guy who really? uh, was left-handed, and he played like... Uh, with his arms crossed in arcades. <laughs> interesting. That, his name's Seth Killian. Okay. He's not really left-handed. He's he's fucking gaming you. Yeah, that's he's like a grifting he's you. like a circus performer, Michael. That man's not left-handed. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. I play but inverted it, controls by the way, which is yeah, the go- only way to play inverted. Goldeneye is yeah. one of those games that that like not only it should it, this this game should define rare. I think I wouldn't hmm. have known who rare was. Because, like, yeah, they made Snake, Rattle, and Roll, a game I love. They also made practically every shitty LGN game that ever happened. I think this did define Rare, which is why it was such a notable omission from the collection. It was like, that's the one we all knew. We got why Donkey Kong couldn't appear. We're like, well, duh. And, I mean, I I get it again. It would be like a four- or five-way rights battle where you'd have to contend with 
Nintendo, with the movie studio, uh, with EA that had the rights at the time, with, uh, you know, and yeah, Microsoft. It, 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 also, it also was that time, like, the, the N64 era was the era where, like, when Rare made a game, you'd see it at, like, the copyright at the bottom of the screen where you hit start, whereas this, like, had a 3D revolving thing that said, hmm. Rare made this, yep. which is something that was just starting at the time, and I kind of hate it now. So, confession I for you guys, I, I mean, Rare did have kind of a, quote-unquote, unofficial sequel, or two unofficial mm-hmm. sequels to this game that I have never gotten into. I have never, I've played, but I've never liked either Perfect dark game which was their answer to i like the first one a lot um because it was it was following in the same vein where like what made goldeneye special uh in single player was that it wasn't just a shooter it was a shooter that gave you all of these different objectives that you had to accomplish within a level so it's like you have to disable alarms you have to hack this computer you have to do the whatever and it made it feel more cerebral than your average like doom clone which was Mm, pretty standard at the time yeah. Um, Walk to this area and survive. Yeah. Find a key. And and like that is how it handled its difficulty also in that like as you played on higher difficulties it would add more objectives that you had to do. Yeah. Um and Perfect Dark followed very much in that mold plus it used the expansion pack for higher res graphics. So you got you got like full 480i resolution. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> textures didn't look like someone wiped their ass on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, one one thing I I do I did like about Perfect Dark that it was basically continuing the Golden Eye was the cool weapons. Like Perfect Dark mm-hmm. did have some really cool weapons, and I'd say the most famous weapon from this game. I don't know I don't know if you can get a clip of it, but it, it's pretty. The Golden Gun was fucking awesome. Uh, the Golden yeah. Gun one shot, Golden Gun mode. That was that was how I played multiplayer in Golden Eye. The, the Moonraker laser. And he, I was going through sound effects of all the weapons, and it's like when you see memes that make fun of you know like turn someone's cell phone footage into first person shooter they usually use golden eye sounds because it's how we all sort of learned what they were mm. how what a reload sound sounded like what silencers sound like i swear going through that was like holy shit this is like my default for what guns sound like yep. is the fucking james bond nintendo game yeah yeah. Good lord. I mean, as a guy who like I was fortunate enough where I had access to some computers where my first my first first person shooters were like Doom. Actually, it was Wolfenstein and then Doom. So I I knew what those were, but yeah, I can totally get your point, Chris. Like this was first person shooters to console players for years and years and years. You know, like that's and, and multiplayer. Yeah, the idea yeah. of like death matches, like that had literally never happened before. I had played some shooters on the PC, but zero multiplayer because like that wasn't feasible mm-hmm. nintendo 64 was the first system to make more than two people feasible and and, and it's, it's such a weirdo bummer that like this can't be released in any form officially as it was it's so weird that that activision reboot is just called golden high 007 it's the same name it's yeah. not even like called anything else it's just called the same name Hmm. To ensure that they get the same Google, yeah. it's, it's such a it's such a bummer. Just because, like, I, I'm not saying the game had great AI, but it's like one of the first examples of like how many people will show up if I run to the bathroom while being chased. <laughs> and it turns out hundreds. You can just keep shooting guys, and they'll fall, and their hats will fucking dissipate first for some reason, and then they'll evaporate, yeah. and more guys will keep coming in. It was it was mesmerizing to fuck around with, and and. I still like every time I hear or see it. I don't know, and I know Steam has a a, a fan made version 
Mm. Um, yeah, like, is uh, it an, a in Unreal mod. or in Source, right? It's a, it I believe be, in Source, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I, I realize I, I mixed up EA and Activision talking about it earlier. Activision is was the rights holder, I think, when Rare Replay came out. But I'm I'm remembering like the EA Bond games, yeah. some of which were really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they made the best ones. But then they, I, I think, like one of the oh, last yeah. games that they had was GoldenEye Rogue Agent, which was their attempt to revive GoldenEye, and it was not great. It was a really good idea because, like, mm-hmm. well, what if GoldenEye referred to an actual like rogue double O agent who loses his eye and gets it replaced with a golden eye by he works for Goldfinger and Scaramanga. And uh, so it's like, just this is going to bring you into the bond criminal underworld where like, you know, you're working for Goldfinger fighting against Dr. No. And it's like, that's a cool idea. But like, also if I'm working for a bond villain, I want to do bond villain shit. You know, I want to do heists and fuck people up and fight uh, MI6 agents. I don't yeah. just want to take down other bad guys. It, again, it's, for someone who is bond ignorant, this, this game single handedly made bond a triple a video game franchise to where yes. Activision and EA battled over who well, got to make those games. What was the biggest Bond game before this? James Bond Jr.? Yeah, James Bond, yeah, uh, yeah. Amiga. I would say James Pond, Ooh, that yeah, fucking fish yeah. game on the Genesis. I would say James Bond was bigger, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and yeah, like, uh, as someone who doesn't know the... the oh, I, I forgot where I was going, but go ahead, take it, somebody <laughs> else. Someone who doesn't know Bond, this was your I, intro I, to yeah, Bond? Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know Bond, and it made, like, it... I want to say it made the first Bond movie I ever saw was Tomorrow Never Dies, the next mm. one. Uh-huh. Um, I, I remember Sam and I went to go see Goldeneye because he told me these Bond movies are cool and they were sold out. And it's like we're kids and we'll never get another ride anywhere. So, <laughs> like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? There's no internet. Uh, well, and I just waited until the next movie. I, I think that's worth mentioning too. Mm. Is is mm. This game not only contained GoldenEye lore, but in the multiplayer, you got so much other Bond lore. Like Odd Job oh, yeah. was mm-hmm. Odd Job wasn't from GoldenEye. He's he's from other yeah. other Bond movies previously. You get to right? use the Moonraker laser in yeah. multiplayer. Kill yeah. kill Richard Keel's Jaws. So it was yes. kind of a best himself. of Bond game, not just mm-hmm. GoldenEye. The GoldenEye yeah. thing is actually just the campaign. It's a bit misleading, you know. I know. I like and with no voice acting. I'm like that woman is Gillian Anderson. I just know it. I just know it, and, and like it, it wasn't. And eventually, Sean Connery would star in one of the games, wouldn't he? He was in From Russia with Love, yes, which yeah. I, I didn't like because it's just like, oh, this takes one of my favorite Bond movies and just turns it into a ridiculous action shoot fest that it never was I, with, there's, with stupid there's like, gadgets from the '60s. There's like no action in that movie, yeah. and their biggest gadget is a periscope they installed under a fucking hotel room. That's yeah. the game that literally <laughs> I was looking up. Um, I several of my coworkers worked on that game, and I'm like looking at the producers and stuff. I'm like, oh, I just wrote her an email an hour before we started recording. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, that that's sort of what l- this week's Laser Time is about. It's it's about final performances of characters that are trapped in games most of which are not available was that because Connery's final performance no 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 it's but it's it, it, it's his final performance is bond oh, it, he'll no. never be bond again and he mm. couldn't ever be bond again no, no, no. chow yun fat couldn't have done a hard-boiled sequel 10 years ago unless it was in a video game isn't Connery's final something. performance lxg or one of his final performances Ugh. um i think it's a line the witch in the wardrobe okay yeah he might. He was the voice of a uh, some some hardcore Christian lion. I haven't. Hey, seen are we before. are we in the same space? Because I kind of don't mind LXG as a movie. I thought it was okay. Did you read the so, comics? No. 
That's why. Uh, do you watch good movies? <laughs> uh, it was okay. I didn't say it was like great. I just said it was okay. Uh, it was it was an abomination. I thought their version of Captain uh, or of uh, Captain Nemo was pretty cool. Okay, that that was yeah, cool. But that's so. that's all just flash. There, there was no substance in that movie. Sure. Keep it to yourself, Alan. No one needs to know your opinion on Captain Nemo. I'm sorry, Mr. Mason. <laughs> well done. Well, on that note, we should probably... The internet brought you here. The internet will bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we should probably take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some new releases and a shit ton of news. So stay tuned. Get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. <laughs> But I'm like, are you forgetting how many good Batman movies there are? Yeah. And then we were even chatting about it like, earlier this week. 50%, 50%, 50% of Batman movies are good. And I've learned to enjoy Forever and Robin, if that's what you're thinking. But I, I will never enjoy the Zack Snyder movies. Those are bad Batman movies. So that was leading into my next thing, which is bad like, Batman. I did not like Batflex. So I don't actually care if he's reprising the I, I don't feel like he got a fair shake. I like Batman in Justice League, but like that's not real. It's a it's a it's a course correct from two bad movies. And Yeah, and and, and, and so then of course the Snyder cut they showed and I thought that trailer was a joke. I thought I said, "Oh, someone put together a spoof trailer using Using Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, you fucking internet, you got him, got him, and then it's like, no, that's. The I real don't. Trend. I don't know how it's going to be. I, I feel like we're watching the Republican National Convention, and you will hear no one ever, ever, evoke George W. Bush's name. The last person since Ronald Reagan to win two terms as a Republican, and he's embarrassing to bring up. That's when this is over. You guys will never talk about Justice League again. You will I, never. I, I what you're, you're heading, and, and then it, it's the perfect description. Zack Snyder is the RNC of the DC universe. Direct. He's the he's George the W. Bush. It was better than other things, but it's still terrible. Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast, every Tuesday, starting for just five dollars on Patreon.com/slash LaserTime. Welcome back to our final segment where we're here giving everything we can, holding on to what we are, pretending we're a Take Superman. Take my advice. Do what I say. <laughs> Disneyland Adventures is $7 on Humble Store. You you miss Song of the South, the ride? Play it in this very available game. <laughs> well, how about if I play this sound instead? Why play that game when you can just go watch Chris play it on YouTube or me play it on yeah, Twitch? At I know, I know. I, but if I may, like, technically the Song of the South portions of the game are like one-sixth of the game and, like, all trailers and assets seem to want to ignore that. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, you and, and I, I feel like this is a good lead-in because uh, you might not be able to uh, play 
Disneyland's latest additions in Disneyland Adventures, but you can play them in The Sims 4 with Journey to Batu, which yeah, basically so uh, adds a new neighborhood that is the uh, Galaxy's Edge attraction at Disney. Yes. I, I feel like that takes away from the experience in Disney World, and I also think, why the fuck didn't they do anything like this earlier? Yeah, why not Why not just have a Disneyland mm. mode for The Sims yeah. 4? You know? There's no way hardcore Disney fans, this would replace going to Disneyland. There's nothing to lose. Why is this happening now? Oh, yeah. They would play this in between trips to Disneyland. I, as, hey, as a former annual pass holder, I would fucking play the shit out of that in between trips. Like That's the dream, man. Play, as a, as a, as a current annual pass holder, I'm looking into lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think any of us have played this. Um, but we have no. played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which mm-hmm. I fucking love. And it's it's rare that I get a game where it's just like, Man, I want to play this so bad right now. Oh, I gotta go, I'm gonna go sit down and play it. Like, all right, just one more run. All right, just one more run. All right, just one more run. It like it's it's basically exactly what I wanted from it's, this. Is it like riding a bicycle? Yes. Skateboard. Yes, no. it is. I'm doing fucking Benihanas and manuals and uh, grind tricks, just like it. I'm on fucking PS One again. Don't make me miss Benihana right now, Michael. I miss that restaurant. I fucking. I would love say. Benihana. I would say. I I I am an expert on very few things, but Tony Hawk. I was telling somebody a story about getting a job in the games industry. I'm an intern at a website. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this magazine I've been reading for 10 years is like, oh, new Tony Hawk game. Does anyone want to review this? And like, I've been here five minutes. Are you saying I can review the new Tony Hawk game? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will do this. And I became the person who I play 100% at every Tony Hawk game before I was in the games industry. And then it was my job to thoroughly go through Tony Hawk. I, I was wondering about this one, though, because what I'd heard is it is a faithful recreation, yes. but down to the point of, like, your muscle memory will kick in and you might yes. be able to get through this game in a couple hours, all challenges cleared and everything. I mean, I, I haven't been able to. I, I do think that there are some differences, but certain levels, like, okay, the mall level definitely feels similar with the added twist that, like, it's a dead mall now. Which feels mm-hmm. very on brand for twenty oh, years no, later. That sucks. Yeah, I heard the school has some COVID signs. Yeah, yeah, that too. And, and, and the 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 music, in addition to the gameplay, that's what gets me. The gameplay. And I'm not complaining about the gameplay because it's like it's well represented. Yeah, it's just that like having played all the series, and I know most people roll their eyes at later parts of the series, and there's some good reasons for that. But they also got rid of stupid find the shit goals. Hmm. Like that was. I hate those things. Yeah, like, there's a bunch of those. Like, find the hydrants, find S K A T E. I, I like, I, and I'm shocked at how. Like, I do remember remember where all the bells are in the school, but like, this isn't fun hmm. at all. No, 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 no. I mean, the the fun I think is in trying to do it within the time limit, and then yeah. like, it's like, oh, I've I've I did it. I've got some time to do this other thing and and crank out a huge combo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, my my only complaint is that as I played further into the games, um, I felt like the second I started this game, and and, and I look, I just turned forty, I could be rusty, uh, I could have I could be have a little rust on me, but like, I felt like your characters are a little handbrake from the beginning, just to like not let you do too much early on, um, and you can you start like every level you go to, you can unlock up to four stat points yeah. that change how good you are but like the latter games didn't deal with that at all Hmm. like you were just automatically capable of and so that that was weird to me like just like 
dude, I can't jump. I can't ollie for shit. My balance is terrible. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I got to get Chad Muska back over here. Fucking rail, fucking rail balances through the roof. It, it, like that never really mattered in the mm. in the latter games, and that that to me like hampered my experience a little bit, and still sort of does because like I don't like a quarter of the challenges in in the uh, traditional modes, and like because where there was like clever ways to like basically get you to do cool tricks, cool things with gameplay, score something, impress this person, find this gap, and like the rest like find skate letters and hidden objects like fuck that that's not what this game is for that that i could have i'm glad they're there for people who want them but like it is it's weird that it feels like 40 percent of the game is like <laughs> shitty stuff the game abandoned hmm. uh the series abandoned as well, it moved forward I mean, I, i'm kind of the the opposite in a lot of ways in that like i think the first tony hawk i i really loved that game mm-hmm. and then Every game that came after that, like, mm-hmm. just added all these things that for some reason felt like a personal affront. Like, oh. <laughs> why do I have to worry about manuals to extend my combos? That's not why I'm playing this. I'm playing just for the pure fun of exploring these skate parks and doing tricks everywhere. Like, oh, wow. You're right. And part of, part of the, the, like, recreating some of these level designs, none of these level designs, half of these level designs weren't designed with a manual in mind. Or a revert, yeah. And and all of them were designed with, without a revert in mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, like, you don't, it doesn't really come up a lot, but, like, it is. It, it can get a little strange. It's downhill jam, like, playing the downhill jam level, oh like, my God. fuck, this sucks. Downhill jam. <laughs> that whole game. Yeah, I, I think my, my personal history was, like, I, I played one, loved it. L- played two, liked it. Didn't didn't like some of the additions. Uh, three and four are kind of a blur for me. And then like Tony Hawk's uh, or, or Thug, the first Tony Thug, Hawk's yeah, Underground. underground. Yeah. Like I fucking loved that stupid story mode. I scanned my face into it. I hated. Yes. I shook my fist at Eric Sparrow. God damn you, sir. Uh, Thug 2 never got into and American Wasteland got so ridiculously over the top I was just like yeah. out within the first hour like nah fuck this this isn't why I played well, this they, they became jackass games basically yeah. in a lot of well, ways but yes. then like American Wasteland is like yeah just here's how to do like a 900 in the midair in the, in the first level and like you're you're just hanging in midair and spinning around without moving like this isn't realistic this is cartoonish yeah yeah Getting oh, off your board in four, like the, you mm-hmm. know, the series has its has like a billion jump the shark moments, and I guess it's smart to go back to one and two. But there's mm-hmm. like playing through it. I'm still like, yeah, I, I, it, sorry, it's really good. By the way, it's really well refined yeah, and a great for, next especially gen for game. forty dollars. It's, it's yeah, it's also fun. Like going back to like skaters from uh, like the first game. It's like, oh shit, is Alyssa Steamer yeah. still here? Yes, I'm Alyssa Steamer. And then I realize like. I never actually realized what Alyssa Steamer looks like in real life. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. remembered her as like this, this girl wearing, you know, with long hair, wearing a t-shirt in the first game, you know, polygonal square blocky girl. And then like, she, Oh yeah, no, she looks uh, kind of like a girlfriend I had in college. That's well, no, it's because their models now are them now. Now they have, yes, they're yeah. our age and older. So, yeah, they're <laughs> Middle-aged skaters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, one of my disappointments in this game is like I kind of wish they would have just thrown in three because I kind of feel like right. the series mm. peaked in two and three. I I kind of view them together as like that's when that was my favorite Tony Hawk's. And trust me, I'm a hey, I'm a fucking Project Eight defender. I like Pro- Project Eight and mm, stuff stuff too. like that. But like three, two and three is really when it peaked. I I, I wasn't as into one as you were, Michael. I, I think I thought two improved on one 
in practically every way. And so that's why I was very excited. It's like, oh, we're, we're getting, we're adding the revert in the manual, which manual, it's a cheat. It lets you extend combos infinitely yeah. as much as you fucking want. And, and know, I love crazy. that there are technically the hardest tricks to do. Like, you can ollie and grab your board and like, now I can do an infinite handstand on my board and flip it with my hands. Like, <laughs> none of these skaters can do that. Nope. No. None of them. <laughs> no. It's a little silly. But but I, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having I'm having a fucking yeah. blast. So, did you did anyone pick up the uh the the special edition, the fifty dollar one that has the eighties pack? Because that looked kind of yeah, tempting it, to it me. It has the uh the bones mascot in it. Bones I haven't, Brigade? I haven't nice. tried playing as him yet. Oh, you know I love my skeletons. God mm. But I, I heard it even included like '80s clothing. I was hoping maybe it contained the McSqueeb haircut and all kinds of Ooh, good maybe. stuff. I need to get into that. I haven't, I haven't really touched the customization at all. Me I'm, I'm just waiting for a video game that recreates Gleaming the Cube, and it's ult- it's final scene where he gets a board made out of fucking that metal that's like on walkways like you know you know the, the metal with the grip on it and i'm like huh that would be the heaviest skateboard in the world why would you ever want that it's skateboard? Like, like a corrugated metal I think yes I the corrugated sure. metal sca- yeah. am i am i crazy does no one else it's remember gleaming the cube of course i do like yeah. in close-up shots tony hawk would be replaced by david spade yes. <laughs> yes and tony hawk was in that movie as a pizza hut delivery guy was he mm-hmm. oh, that's yes cool. i need to rewatch that I just remember the the weird murder plot. And, uh, yes, very little it up. was that we all went thinking it was going to be a skateboarding movie, and it was like this weird murder movie. Mm-hmm. It can ne- it can never be exactly that. Only rad is capable of something so rad. <laughs> rad is rad. Solely about BMXing, so much so that they brought their bikes to the prom. I just watched it. I'm sorry. Oh, rad man. is wonderful. The lumberyard scene. He waits for him at the end of the race to make it a fair race. This is this is eighties. Yeah, it's classics. wonderful. And again, I recommend it to you guys, but like Cobra Kai, I had seen, I knew it was good, but like the first season is excellent. The second season, you may never need to watch. But like <laughs> hmm. the first season is the best examination of 80s tropes yeah. uh, I've ever seen in my entire life. It's fucking weird. That's the one I had been saving my YouTube premium free trial just to knock all that out. And now mm-hmm. that it's on Netflix, I'm like, I guess I never need to activate that. Yeah. Well, yeah. except that, you know, it's useful to never see an ad again on YouTube. <laughs> yes, um, or or show up in your fucking clips when you play them. Yeah. On uh, uh, so other games place. that came out this week: Necromunda Underhive Wars. So this was weird, and this was announced like just a couple weeks ago during like an Xbox showcase. It was announced during the Xbox showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and like this is a game like so it's it's an offshoot of Warhammer 40k. Uh, and it's one of those things that I remember, like when I was in middle school, leafing through Dragon Magazine, seeing an ad for it, and like the the Games Workshop stuff always mystified me, especially in the '80s, because like they had this like really in your face punk rock aesthetics, like yeah, Necromunda, orcs and mo- mohawks fucking mowing each other down in an undercity. And this is very much still that that vibe, the, this idea that like, yeah, there's like this industrial waste planet, basically, and it has these massive hive cities and like deep, deep underground and like the forgotten areas of these cities, like these these gangs battle for forgotten treasures. And the uh, I, I was expecting like a, th- a third person action game or, or shooter or whatever what it actually is. It feels a little XCOM-y in that uh, you you have 
it starts you out in the tutorial with like a couple of characters and every character has their own turn and during this turn you can move freely around like it's an action game but then like you have to spend ap to do things like vault over barriers or kneel behind stuff and and then it's all about like you know setting up shots and you have like a percentage to hit whatever mm. um that's kind of what all the Warhammer games have become. There's like, oh, this is the Gears of War Warhammer. Yeah. I know. We'll take another genre and adapt it to Warhammer. Yeah. It feels like a, th- a 3D action XCOM, I guess. Mm. There, there's got to be a following for these games. I mm-hmm. just don't know anyone, literally anyone, who plays the Warhammer video games. I just don't. Mm. There's a fucking lot of them, I, too. I know that there are YouTube meme jokes about, like, Spesmarens, because the, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how the... That voice actors pronounce it for whatever yes. reason anyway yeah uh, kill the xenos kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning yep it's a remaster of kingdoms of amalur which uh is like a third person game that got uh compared to skyrim a lot um i know cicero is a big fan everyone always compares it to skyrim but in my head it felt it felt more like dragon age inquisition hmm. uh is this the one the, the Republican baseball player scammed the government of a shitload yes, of money yes, to make? Yes, this is Kurt Schilling's studio. Mm-hmm. Yes. There we go. That's exactly the one. The and, bloody sock uh, but, guy. But written by R.A. Salvatore of, uh, you know, Dritsto Orden fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, cannot believe you made a video game podcast too dorky for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been described as a offline MMO, and I guess I can see that. Sure. It, it was It was fine at the time. I'm sure if you never played it, this would be the best way to do so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never played it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one a whirl. It was uh, fine. I also need to spend more time with Paradise Killer, which uh, has been racking up some rave reviews from critics, uh, and it's only $15, so what have you got to lose? But uh, it from from the very little that I've played, so it's, it's it is an investigation game that's set in like some sort of surreal alternate reality where this entity called the Syndicate uh, kidnaps people from the real world and uses them to populate these paradise islands. And it's it's all about creating a perfect utopia where you can all worship our long forgotten genocidal gods. And wow. uh, see, I, I just thought Paradise Killer was it was a Ron DeSantis simulator. Uh, so I, hey! <laughs> yes, he really did mess up Jimmy Buffett's playground. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, why'd you mess with my playground? I'm Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah, you're an, you're an investigator called Lady Love Dies who who works mm. for the syndicate, and you've been banished for three million days after you uh, were deceived by a, a, a dark god on your last. Uh, investigation and three billion days i'm gonna miss four seasons of the venture bros yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i calculate it is something like eight thousand three hundred and twenty four years i don't know um but but yeah so you go into the uh the island and you have to investigate it you're released from your banishment because someone killed the council the governing body that always sets up these paradise islands and you have to figure out who and gameplay wise it feels a lot like danganronpa stylistically and that like it's this ultra stylized 3D world that you can explore freely. You'll meet people who are all like these 2D cutouts of themselves. And uh, yeah, it's it's about investigating. You're trying to find evidence and you can make wrong decisions and the game will just let you run with them. You can accuse the wrong people if that's, you know, if you don't find the right stuff, I guess. But mm. has very dense uh, world building. Sounds like good I'm, police training. <laughs> I'm very excited to play more of it. 
But what's mm. the gameplay like? Is it, is it like Danganronpa, where it's where it's a kind of a graphic novel? Or a, I mean, fir- first person investigation, like okay. Danganronpa is is a visual novel, quote visual unquote, novel, thank you. except that like it does have actual 3D exploration. And if you've played one of those games and you've experienced that exploration, you have a vague idea of what to expect. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's all about just like, yeah, I'm going to walk around and find these hidden items and talk to people and uh, try to figure out what's going on. Full report next week. In the meantime, let's transition to... Ladies and gentlemen, this is what you all came here for. Take it away, Matt. Can I just talk about how weird uh, Tuesday night was? Um, Because that is when Xbox confirmed the leaks. Fucking guys, we have a price for the Xbox One X. We have confirmation the one, I'm sorry, the One X, the the, the Series X and the Series (laughs) S both exist. that, that's, that was the confused. thing. It's like they had a whole console that was only rumored up till that point. Yeah, and we got and they confirmed the price on that before they confirmed the price on the console we knew about. It was fucked up. It was amazing. They confirmed this shit with memes. Yo, twenty twenty is fucking lit. It was dude. it was infuriating. Yeah, <laughs> was, that, that tweet you sent us of with the awkward monkey look meme. Yeah, was, the awkward fuzzy <laughs> British stop motion. I am assuming it's Pingu yeah. or something like. That. I don't you, know. You know that like even that took probably several layers of approval. Right? Like, can Approvals, we be, do yeah. this? And then finally, someone said like, you know what? Let's let's run with it. We we've Phil Spencer's read through the know your meme. He said it's okay. Yeah. We need to control the story. Let's let's just drop it now. Phil Spencer basically confirmed they were going to announce this next week, hmm. but it leaked. So what happened is a trailer leaked online uh, that confirmed the. We knew the Series S existed because they had confirmed it in other materials inside yes. packaged goods, but mm-hmm. um, not only revealed it was a thing that was coming, basically revealed the price mm-hmm. and the date. Uh, so Series S is only three hundred dollars, and only. it's coming November tenth. Yeah, we we had all estimated November seventeenth because like a lot of games were launching then, and actually Michael's company Ubisoft moved up the release date of AC Valhalla to yep. coincide with the tenth. Thank you, Michael, mm-hmm. for doing that on our well, behalf. Thank it, you. It, it will be a relief not to have to write and coming to Xbox Series X and PS Five when they launch anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we still don't know when PS Five is going to launch, but uh, we right. we have one unknown taken care of. Um, and, and I can I can now think of there are three possible days the PS5 launches <laughs> the same day a week before or the week after we're, we haven't gotten through all the confirmations because the way this rolled out it was like we were getting info piecemeal and it was so fucking exciting and meanwhile the it's, sky's on yeah. fire over here mm-hmm. but I'm like holy shit they confirmed the Series X price and that's only five hundred dollars because Chris and I were like a little afraid we're like well shit they didn't confirm the X price does that mean that shit's gonna be like six hundred or seven hundred dollars because the Series S is only three hundred I mean I got I got hella conspiratorial where like. Why does this thing have a trailer and a price and the other stuff? Yeah. They, well, they, like right. the leaker revealed the price, but Xbox didn't mm-hmm. confirm it immediately. Yeah, they confirmed everything else immediately, and it was just sort of like, okay, the low spec one in a time where the supply chain is a little bugaboo, and like, would you launch your? If looking at what Nvidia just did, they're launching the low end card first, hmm. right? And then right. a few weeks later launching the high-end cards because it might be easier and, to get and i was and that 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 no, that 
conspiracy like infuriated me. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, God, that's but a then, terrible but idea. But it's weird because then they came through and they were like, no, motherfuckers, no conspiracies here. Because not only are you getting this shit the same day, you're going to fucking finance this shit. Because the Series S, you're going to get with Game Pass Ultimate for $25 a month. Or, oh, motherfucker, you want to play in 4K? All right, you can get that shit for $35 a month. And by the way, oh, you know what? The reason I'm doing car dealer voices, because this is what mm. they're doing. They're like, by the way, not enough for you. We're fucking throwing in EA Play. That shit's free now. It's yeah. part of Game well, Pass it's, Ultimate. Yeah, it's going to be part of Game Pass Ultimate, which is also included in the financing. Which, which is, is called like, uh, Xbox All Access. All, it's existed like forever, and we talked about it back when it came out, but we all had Xboxes, and there was no reason for it. Yeah. Whereas where I am now, like I still pay for gold. I still pay for Game Pass, and I have to buy my hardware separately. And I did the math. Uh, I, I, I researched a little around. It. You do have to like apply. For, it's it's credit you're applying it's, for it's for credit. credit. That's exactly credit how one. the last program was on the on the Xbox One X when they did this program. But it's 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 as long as you pay your bill, it's zero interest. In terms of like like it's it's like about the price of two HBO Maxes. Yeah. To own the like well, the, the payoff, new console. The payoff when I looked at the credit terms was six hundred dollars. Yeah. It's it, oh. you save twenty dollars by buying yeah. it like this. Uh, and by the way, fucking called it. Suck my lily white dick, motherfuckers! I fucking no. called this financing <laughs> shit, didn't I? I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I, and, and I think you called the price as well. Like, but I, I was hoping that was what the price would be. And coming from someone who blew all of his, his saved con- new console money this week on one Halloween decoration, hmm. check my. I mean, it's, check my it socials. is a big fucking skeleton. Yeah. It is a big skeleton. You need um, a 12-foot skeleton in your life. Right. $35 down? And that's it's, that's not even down. There, yeah, no there's, money there's down, no, no interest. Front, there's no hidden fees. There's no upfront charges. It's just literally... And, and we, were, we were all 35. talking and uh, looking around like, what's the fucking catch here? And like, they're, in terms of Xbox, there's a great way to spin it. Like, no catch. We're not really playing the PS5 game. We just want the most customers as as possible. And, like, no, you're more playing, like, a mix of Netflix and iPhone game. But, yeah. uh, but, but like, the idea is, like, a game, a, game, a game system makes money off of licensing fees. And the more people who have that system in yep. their hands, the better. I think game console makers, if it didn't cost them anything to make a console, they would have put one in your they hands just to given you one. steal yeah, from yeah. their competition. Yeah. And now they are through, like, I think. I have to imagine a deal that's probably going to cost capital something a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of people going to default on this. But I, I think um, so. The 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 lower end, the Xbox Series S, uh, puts mm. out a fourteen forty p. That's a we were talking. Signal, that's that's which a is weird which is resolution. weird. Yeah. But uh, like immediately on Twitter, like I saw all the like. PC gaming grognards come out of hiding and be like, <laughs> no, this will play on my three hundred dollar, hundred and sixty five hertz megahertz monitor. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the, like it's it's all about. There, there's a certain segment of the PC gaming market that is like, four K is a waste of time and money. Fourteen forty plus a high frame rate is the way to go. Yeah, because it's also they're touting one hundred and twenty FPS for some games on yeah. the lower price. Console on the yes. Series S. I think they might. They, they, there's there's some truth to that, just because like at least looking into the specs of this, and I think as we confirmed today, none of us have a TV that can play any of these things at 
if they were running 100%. I'm assuming if you have a 4K TV, you could get a 1440 signal and it'll upscale or something. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The Series S does upscale its signal to to 4K. Mm. Um, But also, like, you know, I think probably most TVs, well, I know my TV is like 4K and 60 hertz, so it's it's like 60 frames a second. Roughly. Yeah, right. Yeah, not not mine, but it's just it's just that like 4K is kind of thing straining your HDMI cord, uh, a resolution, and like certain times, like I'm playing Battletoads in 4K resolution. Who gives a <laughs> so, shit? Like, I mean, what dude, am I this doing? This is some you know people talk about. Oh, Trump's playing 4D chess. No, fucking Phil Spencer's playing 4D chess, right? Because they got their 4K console, which is the Series X, mm-hmm. and that's. $200 more, fine. It's the most powerful console. It's fucking badass. Then they realized, like, actually, 4K uptake in terms of TV hasn't been as much as people thought it would be. And so they basically designed a console that lets you play next-gen games, but not – it's if you don't need the 4K. It's basically like, yeah, for those of you who aren't going to buy a 4K TV, we got gotcha. you. Series S, $300. When was the last time a new console cost three hundred dollars? What? What? I, I was going to ask Wikipar is that just because I, I can't honestly rem- like maybe the Super Nintendo <laughs> or the the, play, the original PlayStation. I want to say the Wii was like what two hundred, three hundred something. It like was that? Yeah. So the PlayStation Two was three hundred, and then after that era, a three hundred dollar console was unconscionable. Yeah. I, like I want to say I paid four hundred for my PS2, but it was because it came bundled with Ridge Racer and a bunch of other it's games. Ridge hmm. Racer, I, yeah, a three hundred dollars console is not something we've seen for twenty years. It's yeah. I, it's yeah. insane. I, I have to say also, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I'm as as much as I'm excited to plunk down money for this thing on September twenty second when we'll be able to pre order finally. Yes, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I'm not a huge fan of the name. I think uh, it, I'm, I'm already seeing people confusing it with, you know, 1X and 1S. I just did it. And yeah, and uh, Series S, Series X, there's going to be a certain context where you well, can't hear that K sound when people say it. It's all about the Series E, Michael. Hell yeah. S-E-X, bro. What's yeah. up, bro? Fist bumping. Xbox no? Series Sex. I'm fist bumping through the camera now? Fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. I, I, I wrote a sentence to you guys this week, like yelling about because I was just excited. This is a whole new ball game because it is, but it's also like it's just an iPhone. And mm-hmm, right. th- I think what what Microsoft is focusing on, even if they're not uh, charging you interest for the financing, they're probably getting some stipend through this credit card company. It could be. And some, I, yeah. I, I swear, there's yeah. a drawback I don't know about yet. I'm sure there is. I, I, I'm waiting for the catch, but also like uh, here's one of the catches. There's barely any launch games, so you got this awesome console with nothing this to is, play on this, it. But this situation is not new to me, not having <laughs> launch games. I have rocks Fantavision and Clockwork Knight and <laughs> fucking SSX. Uh, like, I, I've been here before. I, that's not the thing. It, it's the idea, it, it, like, uh, that Xbox's game, I believe, is is really playing up licensing fees, the Game Pass service, and the all-access thing. And they might make more money. I mean, you know, the truth is that, like, nobody makes money selling a video game console at all. They make money through what that video... The money that video game console draws should it meet a a mass audience. And Microsoft has eliminated more barriers than any console I have ever seen in having this reach a mass audience. And I'm not not pro-Microsoft or pro-Sony, but imagine a scenario uh, here, and this is only... This is mainly going off the last few generations these things launch in a week the ps5 is completely unavailable 
and it's $500. And the Microsoft system is, do you have $35 60 days from now? <laughs> yeah. You own a console. You own the new console. You can play the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You can, like, you can play it all here. And, like, holy shit. Like, this could really, like, if Sony, Sony has to do something big here. And if I'm not mistaken, I I pretty much guarantee you Xbox, with this move, knocked $100 off the PS5. The PS5 has no choice but to launch it for uh, for uh, three ninety nine. I, I well, I see. I would have. I think it's going to come down to five hundred. I think they were hoping five ninety nine was going to be the PS5 price, and my bet now is that it will. They'll just match the Series X, hmm. but they will not have that lower end console answer. Like that. That's that forty chest shit. Is like, what but, do you but do, anybody man? looking into this, a parent, a gamer, uh, uh, someone who wants to get into games. My dad was just asking about an Xbox for him and his lawyer friend, just so they could be a little more connected with whatever NPR is talking about. Which one do you get? The one that costs $500 up front with zero games? Or do you get the one that is $35 down with 50 games immediately? Because the yeah. L-Access includes two years of Game Pass. So that's how you save $20. It's $860. Yeah. Uh, $840 for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the course of two yeah, years, and that's how they make their money is they're locking you into a service. So don't you know? Don't thank them for saving you twenty dollars because what they're actually doing is getting you com- to commit. Yeah, but to, on the, on the other pass. hand, it's a sub- game subscription service that doesn't really have a competition. It's not like a wireless yeah. carrier where it's just like, oh, your maybe your service sucks, and I can go get better service from like Verizon or AT and T, whatever. But like, I, I yeah, I believe after two years the system's yours, and they have an upgrade program should they release. Oh. I guarantee they will release a .5 version. They'll have a One XX or whatever. It's a, it's, a, it's a different world, and Sony is playing. I think you know a game from two generations ago. It's it's competing more with Nintendo, and Microsoft really took a leap forward. Yeah, and I would assume is losing a bunch of money, but this gamble, I don't see how it's not going to pay off. I really don't. Well, here's the thing, though. We talked about. Remember a few months ago, they stopped selling the one-year pay-in-advance Xbox Gold subscriptions, and even, I think, they stopped selling the pay-in-advance Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions. So, like, they're kind of, like, getting more money from people by, you know, it's a, it's monthly, sure, but mm-hmm. over the course of the year, they're going to get more, and they're, they're, they're locking you into a service plan. Like, that's how the phone companies make their money as well. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. the price of the iPhone that you've saved on. It's the fact that you're giving them $100 a month for your cellular plan, and yeah, that's what but Microsoft's the, I think the with. difference, though, is this is an extra service. It's not like, I don't have to pay that money just to play games on the machine but but you but the yeah. thing is with guys like us the reason it feels like a savings is we're all subscribed we're already paying this anyway yeah and I, I told you guys i am saving whatever i'm paying for xbox box gold in game pass already which i'm i idiotically am paying them separately so so with us they're probably losing money but for people who aren't yet subscribing they're they're going to bring in a huge influx of people who will then become subscribers and they're they stand to make a ton of money in services Here's the advantage. The one advantage Sony has, though, and I don't think Sony's down for the count by any means, is they have better exclusives. They They do. do. Mm -hmm. They do. They proved it this generation. And so I'm going to get a PS5 because that's where Naughty Dog is. That You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the only place you you can go to get some of this shit. And that's, yes, it's a strategy from two generations ago, but it's a winning strategy. And yeah, you know. Oh, but uh, let's let's not forget there. Like, uh, you can play all your Xbox games. On your PC and the xCloud functionality, which hopefully comes to the fucking portable devices I bought, Tim Apple Cook. Oh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but like, it includes all of that. Like, 
I think if you if you were compare like when you're not comparing hardware specs, and I'm very unclear on on as to which one of these has uh, the superior hardware because no one really knows how it's going to be utilized just yet. Uh, beyond that, like the Xbox is far and away the better buy. Yeah, yeah. especially un- especially under this program. Even if you're not with Game Pass alone, it's a better buy. And then they and, X- and Microsoft constantly teases like, yeah, we'd love to have X Game Pass on Switch and PS4 and. Jesus Christ! Like that kind of like that kind of attitude like fosters a little more trust in me than mm. Sony's like. Man, some of our games will be backwards compatible. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, like, why don't you wait and see how much it costs and how much things are? Well, and like, well, the whole backwards compatibility thing is great because you know in previous generations I'm like I better hold on to this console because I don't know yeah. if it's going to be compatible. Like if they're guaranteeing every Xbox yeah. game. I can sell my Xbox One no the, problem. The second I have these, I am throwing up my. <laughs> I might do it in advance because I know the prices will crash. I might, I might say, you know what? I don't need to play any Xbox games for a month or two. I got a PC. I got a PS4. I'll just play those. I might sell it beforehand just to, just to get it out of here. Hmm. Yeah. It, it just again, it doesn't matter because Game Pass is there is no competitor. It's the best deal in gaming. Period. Yeah. Like, well, and especially you if, you're have a PC a, gamer, if you have access. Yeah, dude, I've been playing the Ultimate games on PC, and it's like, well, obviously, you know, with current gen consoles the best way to play all those games is on my pc right now like Mm -hmm. it is so convenient to have that shit there and just download on your pc and start playing and it's because it's xbox not like it it just it works you know like all the games just work you don't have to worry about some of the typical pc game setup bullshit Mm -hmm. like it's all you know it's it's a really yeah like we said it's 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 I think for price conscious people and especially hello we're in the middle of a fucking depression and pandemic right yep. this is now really appealing Microsoft yeah, is- I, have, I I have a lot of serious uh, money issues right now like most people do like and everything seems weirder in flux yeah uh, especially when considered my, me and my partner who has a wildly different situation than I do again cannot thank patrons enough for making sure I'm not uh, yeah, anyway but yeah, like a yeah. uh, I encountered a fucking Halloween decoration I couldn't not have, and I was confronting the idea that, like, I'm just not going to get a new console at launch. And then, like, if... Dude, I said this already, but if Microsoft has uh, any way to meet demand with this program and PS5s are unavailable throughout the holiday season, who the fuck do you think is going to win this console war from the get-go? That's the weird thing. We didn't talk about it when it happened. You guys got that weird email from Sony, right? Yes. Which is like sign up to be able to pre-order our shit. Right, we haven't yes. told you Let me see how yet. many people you have in your friends list and how often you interact with communities before we'll fucking let you pre-order a fucking PS5. What the shit? <laughs> like and that that to me might be the ultimate catch for all of this is it sounds too good to be true. I don't know how many units Xbox is going to have available. There's no reason Xbox and Sony should have more units available. I'm just saying hypothetically yeah. Yeah. Well, over the holiday season. What sells the Xbox Series S, maybe they're uh, mm-hmm. you know, expecting to sell through Series X very rapidly and be like, oh, we're out of inventory, but guess what? We yeah, still have the, the lower, lower end yeah, one, and uh, you can finance and have an option to upgrade. The, the lower end one is also huge, though, because yeah. I don't think there's any way... The PS5 with no optical drive is hitting three hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, that's, that's not true. happening. That, that that's might be the, the the bigger seller. That, it might be. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Pe- with with people who aren't us, like I I definitely want the X, not the S. But like, 
basically because like a the S looks like a like a waterproof portable JBL Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> and like also no disc drive on that. Well, thing. as as a guy who, to be honest, I don't have a 4K TV. I was going to to truly appreciate a Series X. I was looking at okay, I got to buy a new TV and the new console. All of a sudden, I'm looking at this going, well, if I can play all their games and not have mm-hmm. to upgrade my TV, because I'm perfectly happy playing on my 1080p yeah. TV. Like, but to future-proof your gaming experience. Well, especially if could... it's 1440, I can just use an HDMI into my awesome computer monitor. Yep. Now we're fucking talking, right? Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that. Like, I am, I have a really, I am so happy with my TV that I don't want to upgrade it and... I have if I want to take advantage of everything both consoles have to offer. There's just no you have to have HDMI 2.1. Period. The only the only thing my computer monitor is missing because it's they just started doing this and it's very expensive is HDR. Mm-hmm. Computer monitors most most monitors don't have HDR where TVs are kind of ahead in that regard. Really? And I hear HDR might huh. be one of the better looking well, things. I also feel like HDMI 2.1, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. is like that's for 8K shit. And no, no, it's not. Isn't it? It's not. No, because it, it like the the biggest thing I could I could tell you about HDMI that I understood HDMI uh-huh. two point one is they should have called it HDMI two three point yeah, because it literally doubles what HDMI is capable of. Sure, and there are there are uh, like the variable refresh rate and certain things like that are your TV can adapt to that with a, a firmware upgrade, but like doubling the bandwidth of what it conveys. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to like see. Well, people mod. Can you mod your TV to like put in a new HDMI? Probably port? not. Probably but not, no. but probably, I would, probably I would not. think that uh, you know it, it, most, it's, it's most pro- games won't be able to take advantage of this stuff at the start. But it is future proofed so that if if you do decide to upgrade to 8K, right. when games start taking advantage of 8K textures, uh, you can do that. Yeah, I don't think you should worry too much about it because most games aren't going to. Like, even with HDMI 2.1, the most modern TVs, nobody is going to deliver you 120K or 120 frame FPS and 8K experience. That is literally impossible. That is not possible with any fucking home yeah. home console. Yeah. But, like, you do have to make a decision. What you th- Is frame rate more important to you or resolution? And that made me think about it a little more that, like, I think... I- I think I sort of stopped. I sort of stopped noticing resolution and like care more about frame rate. Am depends. I crazy? Like, depends for me. Depends on, on yeah. the because so, some things like cinema, I don't give a shit about frame rate because it's twenty four frames of per course, second. Of course, of yeah. course. I just I just like to be secure in the knowledge that like I am running the best looking version of this thing I can afford. <laughs> so sure. yeah, I pulled one of the biggest scams of my life to get a fantastic television mm-hmm. that I thought I would never need to replace in in like two years dude you always need to repl- I mean, you'll need to replace an 8k tv eventually i know i know i know i just like i the, i was rocking the same tv i bought for gta 4's launch up until mm. like a few like, well, like t- months the TV ago life expectancy <laughs> is so much shorter nowadays it's like yeah. seven oh, years yeah. it used to be like 15 years anyway yeah no but this, this is all but this is all crazy and having a 300 dollars model a financing plan and a fucking netflix option you we can make jokes about cashies or moms buying their their kids the wrong console for Christmas. This looks good on paper from every fucking end, unless you unless you care about Spider Man, because there is no exclusive that trumps the price for the Xbox. I think you mean that Biden's the price. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was a Jesus let's just call Christ. it what it is. This was a fucking baller move this week, yeah. dude. Dude, they, it's fucking they, crazy. It's a it's it's game changing. All ga- other than Nintendo, who will respond to this in ten years? This uh, is, <laughs> by the way, 
when Microsoft got into video games, were like, you're a big fucking company. You got coffers, bro. You got money. You need to be... I hate this term. Disrupting the industry. But Microsoft fucking disrupted the games industry this week. Mm. Take note, Sony. Yep. If it benefits consumers, and from what I've heard, the Game Pass situation doesn't harm developers that much. They get a, a, a little bit of what they would have got should everyone have bought their game organically yeah. but like uh I, I i would love to hear more about it please if i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong i'm happy to say it but like no one's complaining about that yet and 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 i think the only people who are complaining about shit like netflix and hulu are people who made one movie and were rich forever because of residuals i'll give you a little industry insider mm-hmm. knowledge no and you know this shit chris so it's not news mm-hmm. to you the way most games sell, their sales curve is within the first two to three months, you've sold most of your units. Yeah. And then there's a long tail of, you know, and then when you do sales, stuff goes up. So what Game Pass is great for, as long as you're a third party, what most people do is is you hold, you know, you, you come out with your game, you let it sell as many units as it's going to organically, and then you throw it on Game Pass. And you basically get enough money, probably, I, I haven't done a Game Pass deal, but you get enough money to, to kind of say, this is what I would have gotten in that long tail. The only right. people losing money on the Game Pass shit, it's Microsoft, because all their first party shit's their day one. Those are the games <laughs> and, that are probably... And fucking physical losing. retailers, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. But So Microsoft would would be losing money, but it's for them, it's a, it's a loss leader. Yeah. This is the price of getting people to subscribe to our service. So it's... Yeah, it, it makes so perfect in the, sense. In the next two weeks, Sony has to respond big yeah. or remain quiet. And, and that to me is fascinating. I was about to say, or respond home. <laughs> did, did you guys see that they had, the rumor is there might be a PlayStation announcement next week? I'd, I'd seen this after. Maybe. So I much think, info was I think flying. They kind of they kind of need to do it soon. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I, I think I think I think the 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 max model now has to be 400 because hmm. like the, yeah. unless you love Spider Man and want that expansion, there is nothing on the PS5 that thinks I should get that first. And I'm not going to buy both consoles the same week. I'm not Michael. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're not, you're not a, a childless employee of a multinational company and they're no. middle-aged. <laughs> no. I'm supporting a sad barber. 400 would have Microsoft scared because here's what it does. If they're both 500 and I'm Microsoft and I have my financing option, I'm more attractive. Um, and, 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 but I also have my $300 option sitting there. If one is 300 and one's, you know, if, if, or if, if Sony's is 400... What'll probably happen is people will get both. They will buy the three hundred dollar Microsoft one, and then the full price Sony four hundred dollar. Well, remember, there's two versions of Sony. So, are you thinking four hundred is the digital or the the one with the disc? If I were them right now, I think they have to lo- launch that at a hundred dollars cheaper if they want to lead the generation. If leading the generation for a year is typically who goes on to lead the next generation. Here's what they'll do: they will they will do digital only four hundred, disc version five hundred. I don't match. know. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Like, uh, especially if we're talking about like, uh, if you've you've heard my tale, uh, idiot, like who was in this house beforehand, built in an entertainment center. I can't have a bunch of fucking consoles here. One has to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the Xbox One's going to play all my old shit and like ha- have a Netflix option, Jesus Christ, it's like no question. There is no. There's also no question that Sony's exclusives have been better, unbelievably better. The best exclusives of. I- 
fewer yet the best exclusives of almost any generation I mean, of consoles. It says I've ever something seen. that we have only done spoiler casts for so many yes. exclusives. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, Spider Man, God of War, Bloodborne, like all that shit. Like those are so much better than like the Nintendo sixty fours crop of first party exclusives. I, I'm yeah. not kidding. Like it, it, it than rivals that four. kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's on Xbox now. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna move count. on real quick. Just uh, so this is this on. is big news. This is big news. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo, not not to be forgotten, Nintendo had a lot of big news. Uh, two kind of big things. Number one. They had a, I think it was shortly after we recorded last week, Number they two. had kind of a direct that was all about Mario's 35th anniversary. And they announced, you know, obviously our top five was based on one of those announcements. The Super Super Mario 3D, what did we call it? Super 3D All-Stars? That's what 3D All-Stars, yes. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. A cute uh, recollection back to the last time Nintendo gave you a bargain on Mario games, which well, was in like it's 1993. Bargain, it's not a bargain because they're all older. And I actually, I, I hinted in the first segment, I kind of have an issue with this collection in that they're doing yeah, nothing everyone to should. these other than slightly up them. No, it, it, it hurts a little bit to see that, like, really? Crash 3 was treated better than Mario 64? Okay. I mean, well, Crash, Crash was... Uh, complete you know top-down remakes this is i know these are and remasters you, which crash I'm 3 is with. not mario 64 mario 64 got none of the treatment that that, that mm. the crash remasters yeah, got. It, it deserves a remake not a remaster but a remake i'm a little bitter because i'm like okay wait you're giving me three games you're selling them full price 60 dollars. it's not like a 40 dollar yeah. collection and now you're limiting not only the physical i understand if you want a limited edition the physical fucking fine but the digital? Yeah, that is weird. It creates what, a thing called artificial scarcity and FOMO. They literally did this with the last All-Stars collection. Did they? Yes. And I bought mm-hmm. that at Walmart for a year ago for for $7. Scum. <laughs> a Wii video game in Walmart a year ago mm. for $7. Wow. So, so, like, you might still be able to find a copy. But if you care that much about these games, like, steal them. Because like the, the only reason this is special is because Nintendo fans have been murdered mentally. We are, are Stockholm syndrome out the ass. The idea that they've never given us these games means like I get to pay you for these games. Thank you. Well, so the, the one much. other change they've done is they all fit on HD TVs instead of just 480. Because these mm-hmm. these are all remember even up to Galaxy. That's 480p is the maximum resolution. Yeah, went. but there, there were widescreen options for Sun or for Sunshine and Galaxy. Oh. 64 looks like it's going to be full screen as shit. Hmm. According to all, most of the footage they showed, and it looks like they got rid of the so long gay Bowser line. And I want my homophobia <laughs> in, in my in my Mario games. On the scale of Nintendo's scarcity, like I, I have a better feeling about this at least than like the NES Classic, which was I, I feel like it was rolled out as like this is a, the sort of move that for whatever reason would make more sense in Japan. That like mm-hmm. yeah we've got this special limited edition thing and it's just being released as a, as a special thing like just limited time for for fans who for whatever reason want to play these games again we don't expect to sell very many of them and uh, they did that in the U.S. and you could not fucking find the thing right. and months yeah. went by and you couldn't find it anywhere and then Nintendo's like okay that's it we hope you all got them I'm like no nobody right. got them. And then they, they re-released it because of pressure, because of nobody got it. My inside joke with my, my my girlfriend is like, we've been walking into, since Best Buy opened, we walk in, I'm like, man, I want that King K. Rule Amiibo, but my girlfriend won't let me get it. She's standing right next to me. 
haha. And then we walk in again, I'm like they're all gone. And I contacted my friend at game store. I'm like, do you have any more of these? I'm like, no, they are all gone. Jesus. I'm like the joke came true. Oh, yeah. like, we can never get this again. But, but it, it just makes over. more sense when you have scarcity with physical because you know Japanese company. They're conservative. They're like, we don't want warehouses full of shit that that costs right, money. Right. The digital scarcity thing is weird to me. Like, we're going to stop selling it on the eShop after March. Like, what? Yeah, it doesn't, like, like, uh, like uh, Sam, who you Laser Time listeners would know, he's on Bonus Time last week. Mario 64 is one of both, our, We when we met each other, we bonded through Mario 64. Sure. It's one of his favorite games. Bought a Switch for his son, doesn't really ever fucking play it. I told him Mario 64 is coming out. He's like, fuck, really? Like, he, no, it, I... Sorry, I said they were rumored to bring out re- like a remake of Mario 64. And he's like, that's my favorite game ever. I would buy that. If I wasn't there to tell him about that, he would never know this existed. And to find out, like, say, what's the end of the date? At the end of November? <laughs> if if Sam were to find out, Sam's one of many. Mario 64 was available. You just weren't following Nintendo on Twitter, an app you might not use. Yeah, You don't get it ever like it is weird well no it, it, it's it, so it, it's actually goes on sale very soon september 18th and mm. it's sold through the end of march next year but still it's yeah. it's weird um there's a lot of announcements so i'm gonna blast through some of these Please. i think the bigger announcement to me I, I never owned a wii u super mario 3d world the kind of the last literal last holdover from that system mm. is coming and is getting kind of a bowser exclusive story content uh called bowser's fury uh, and that goes on sale, I want to say, February 12th. Is it? And it comes with, uh, there's also two Amiibo, the little Mario Cat plushy yep. Amiibos coming with it. Yeah, I'll never Check buy those card. again. Thanks. No King K. Rule, no biz- no sale. No business. <laughs> um, where there's a free game coming to Nintendo uh, Online. I, I should say, I just want to say while I'm, while I'm dispensing hot takes in a wake, uh, Super Mario 3D World is worse than everything in the Super Mario 3D All-Star Collection. What? Uh, and I played a ton of it. Everyone and talked it's about great. how great it was. It's one of the best games ever made, but it's also Nintendo, and like 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy are all better than 3D World. I stand for Sunshine. I'm glad to hear you say that. Um, So Nintendo Online subscribers, again, we get another cool free game to justify that subscription. So Mario, it's a Mario Battle Royale, where basically it looks like you're you're playing kind of timed version. You're running through levels to see who can make it through first, and then any enemy you kill will appear in your opponent's levels. It doesn't make sense just yet, but then Tetris 99 didn't either until mm. I read a couple. Like, Matt Matt sent me an article on strategies on how to send people. I can pick who I send shit yeah, to. Yeah, it's fucking like, wild. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the only person who needs to be pissed about this game is the person who created the original, uh, who was shocked to find out, like, uh, oh, I got a DMCA notice, and Nintendo just released a version of my game with the same title. Oh, yeah, because there was an internet <laughs> fan game that yes. basically did this. A fan, a fan made it, and, like, they didn't even consult him. No. Yeah, but at well, the same you know, time, the funny you're thing using about copyright is uh, you true. sort of own all derivative works. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so then, the original Super Mario All Stars is on Switch right now, I believe, as part of Nintendo Online platform. Uh, one of the best worst games ever made. Enjoy, enjoy. Oh, look at this. Hot, I mean, you hot, know, Super Nintendo graphics on uh, on NES Mario. Yeah, games. but but some of those, it's not just a graphic thing. Some of those, some of those games are like. You broke the original. Like this doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, two, my favorite is not guilty of that. So I played that a ton. On, on, I'm happy to have two on there. But if you want to play Super Mario Brothers, this is a terrible way to do it. <laughs> and, but you only get it if you have the original, like a uh, 
uh, Nintendo Online Pass that gives you access to <laughs> right, the original right, Mario Brothers. So the twenty dollar a year thing, it's great. Um, yeah. This thing got me really excited until I realized how expensive it will be. And sure enough, the Mario Kart Home Circuit is a remote control Mario Kart that basically you play in AR. Like even to like the detail of like if you shell someone else's car, the car will like stall for a few seconds before keeping mm-hmm. going. Here's the deal with it. It's $100 per kit, and that kit just includes the yeah. one car with, like, the the, the racing setup for the track. Yeah. You know? So first off, you need a friend, which puts this off limits for a lot of people. Yikes! Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, in, especially in a Craig's pandemic list. where, like, you can't have that friend come over to your house to race your mm-hmm. fucking cars. So. What yeah. a bad time to do this. And, and, again, Mario Kart and Mario games uh, don't really get sequels within generations, and this is, like, the closest thing they had. I have I have a suspicion with this that I, I shared with you guys earlier. But I have a bad feeling that, like, this is indoor use only, that yeah. The, yeah. the AR camera may not function properly outdoors, much like the Oculus Quest. You're not supposed to take it outdoors because adverse lighting conditions might affect the camera. Are you? I didn't know but that. Be, and here's my reasoning. Because they only showed people setting up indoor tracks. Yeah. Because when true. has Nintendo ever missed an opportunity to have something with cool teens setting up a, a <laughs> game course on a rooftop in Brooklyn? That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I know you need to have people quarantining for these ads, but still. As we all know, it's an exclusive market limited only to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Daredevil, and Nintendo commercial teams. That is Now, hang on team. here. The, the, my two notes that, like, if I still tweeted, I would have said it. Uh, this is limited to people with uh, hardwood floors. So anybody with carpet, you're fucked. Yeah, you're well, fucked. unless you want to set up a, you're fucked. Like a, a hard track surface. I, I'm on record saying Mario Kart 8 is one of the best games of the last 20 years. And one of the most interesting things about it that it added was verticality and like um, say goodbye to hills. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it'll be like right. Mario it's, Kart, like sixteen bit Mario Kart again. It's very of, SNES Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah. Unless your hardwood floors have bumps, yeah. <laughs> or ramps. Like I don't can't, know what. Can't wait for you to hit the RB button to try to hop with your cart and not. Remember how the last to. game you could customize your fucking hang glider or sail so you could like uh, weave in and out of like uh, jumps. This will never happen with this game. Mm-hmm. This is not for me. This is like yeah. I, I'm surprised Nintendo published this, like said anything about this first party because they they shouldn't have anything I mean, to th- do with here's it. Here's who this is for. This is for kids mm-hmm. who want to go over to the rich kid's house because he has like yes. five of these and a track set up for them in his basement. Cannot wait for the blue sparks to start fires in California. From mm-hmm. the <laughs> can't wait to spend two hundred dollars on the optional Lakitu drone to to pick up my cars if they go Look, off the road. It's still really cool. It's coming October sixteenth. By the way, it's I neat. bought one of those coin pullback stunt Mario Kart cars um, as a budget toy for my cats, and they fucking hate it. Oh, I'm no. done with you, Mario Kart. Uh, no, no, November thirteenth, we're getting a thing that was never actually on Game and Watch. There's like a Mario Game and Watch collection of oh, yeah. the original games. Um, which, which is like that's that's so weird because like I, I feel like I already have like a dozen different devices that can do exactly what this does but better. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and they contain like a hundred games, right? I had an opportunity to buy this as a platinum Nintendo Club member years ago, and I'm I didn't. And then the only reason I regret not doing it is because I could have sold it. I don't want this. But it's, I never it's, wanted. It's this. not just a Game and Watch. It's a Game and Watch that can play Super Mario Brothers One. And yeah, and uh, and lost I don't levels. Get it. As we all know, we love lost levels. The worst game, the wor- one of the worst games ever made. My arcade, my art, all my my Pac Man and Star Wars machines can play Mario 
It's Mario. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that there, shit There's at also all. a bunch of cool Mario events coming to your favorite games. Splatoon, Smash Bros., even Animal Crossing is getting Mario shit. And then there's some. There's a bunch of toys, and uh, the sneakers are kind of cool. Did you guys see those Puma? I like Mario's the sneakers. I, hey, look, I, like, I, I don't like crass consumerism, which is what the Game & Watch thing reminds me of. Uh, wearing your fandom, I'm, I'm cool with. I like the idea that, you know, wear what you like. What makes you feel happy. I wear... I remember my girlfriend, I didn't even know this. You guys will think it's stupid. She's like, I went to go meet her at one of the BART stations. She's like, oh, I didn't recognize you because you weren't wearing a cartoon shirt. I'm like, do all all I wear is cartoon shirts? And she's like, yeah. You didn't know that? I'm like, no. I, I wear what makes me happy. And I assume uh, uh, when I wear a cartoon shirt, I want someone who sees it to be as happy as I am wearing it. Right. <laughs> so I love shit like that. I was, but I was yelling, it was off mic. I was talking to Adam about that. Because I, I was wearing a Nintendo 64 shirt in Home Depot, ah. and this I see this like 60, 70 year old dude with glasses and a big stupid Woody Allen hat, like <laughs> wearing mask. Nice <laughs> shirt. I'm like, whoa, that is not what I expected. I did not expect this Republican to tell me nice shirt. <laughs> this guy's a Nintendo 64. Shut him for life. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Sega fanboy. <laughs> and then, and then Adam, Adam said, I, I wish we had this on mic. He's like, yeah, I actually had to stop wearing my TurboGrafx-16 shirt because it was a real fucking wiener magnet. Oh, nice. Like, everywhere I went, guys would come, oh, TurboGrafx. Like, this was not an invitation to talk to yeah. me. What are you doing? I've only had an experience like that once. And I was wearing a Church of the Subgenius t-shirt with J.R. Bob Dobbs on it. And it's just this uh, 50s clip art of a smiling, pipe-smoking man. And I was at, like, the grocery store and, like, some really tall bearded guy like just comes up to me he's like hey are you with the church i'm like oh, oh well I, oh no i mean i know of them i i'm wearing their t-shirt it's like oh because you know i i hear they have like deprogramming machines and like you know i was in the marines for a bunch of years and i got like seriously programmed and i i wanted to take advantage of those and get deprogrammed I'm like you are a crazy person. <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ. Your, your impression in the beginning sounded like the, the, the principal on Beavis and Butthead. Oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wasn't that the original Hank Hill character, like the Inspiration 2 sounded a little no, that's, bit like that? No, that's, that's Mr. Yeah. Anderson yeah, walking Mr. off in my tool shed. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Mario had his day. Not to be outdone, though, there was a Zelda announcement. Um, yeah, there's some that's Breath crazy. Of the Wild it wasn't prequel. quite the Zelda announcement we wanted, but it still yeah. looks pretty good. Yeah, Breath of the Wild prequel, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Mm-hmm. Is uh, It's a Musou game. For me, it was perfect. I like Musou games. I didn't really love the last Hyrule Warriors. But I am, I am curious about the story. Uh, I hate prequels. Hate prequels. There's yeah. two good prequels. Uh, they, they're Metroid and Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Um, and I hate prequels of all kinds. Uh, but the idea that like you start Zelda in a world that's already shattered and you learn about it through finding flashbacks. Yes, it might be neat to to play as these characters, the champions. Yes, which yes. which are all playable, they confirmed. By the way, they they have the amiibos are getting re-released and I know this because I could pre-order them from Best Buy even though they came out like at least a year ago. Like I have I have a Mifa amiibo and they're exactly the same. It's it's a re-release but they're not out yet. So like okay, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, the playable characters are Link Zelda, and then the four champions, which are Darok, Mifa, Rivali, and Urbosa. Mm-hmm. And the game comes uh, November twentieth, so it's coming soon. But it's it's more Hyrule Warriors if you, if you did. Yeah, it's like I would I would have been disappointed if there was a 
if Breath of the Wild 2 was a prequel to Breath of the Wild. But, like, yeah, I did sort of want to know, and this isn't the game I wanted, but it's, you know, it's a genre I like, mm-hmm. right? And it I has the same art cool. style. It, it has the Breath of the Wild art style, I mean, which is kind of cool. Aren't yeah. you kind of doomed, though? Like, we know what happens to these That's characters. That's weird, yeah, because it's like, it's yeah, true, this is the calamity. But like, I mean, part, part of it was just, like, the unrelenting... <laughs> The relentless slaughter I was bringing Link towards on my Wii U. Yeah. But, like, this is the end of the world, and, like, everybody died. It makes sense that they would, you know, fight fight to the last. Sure. And uh, and I, I'm not against the Musou style. I just thought it was too weird, and it didn't, didn't gel for me appropriately, but I really wanted to like Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. So uh, I, this is a story I want to see with characters I want to play in a genre I, I already like already. The, I mean, so the I stuff can't... I liked about Hyrule Warriors, it's very fan servicey to Zelda fans it's it's all kinds of nods to the series and stuff and there, there looks to be a lot more of that um speaking of you talk about fight fight to the last the pettiness of apple knows Ooh. no bounds um they have made it now so that you can no longer sign in to epic using your apple account so epic announced this this week this this is the latest in this battle between the two uh, here's Epic's official announcement. So Apple will no longer allow users to sign into Epic Games accounts using Sign In with Apple as soon as September 11th, 2020. Never forget. Uh, <laughs> won't now. Now that I can't <laughs> sign it in and fight as my favorite banana care. I'm pretending I know Fortnite. I did, by the way, download Fortnite for you people um, and try and play it. And just I immediately like... Man, fuck. <laughs> fuck, it's so hard. There are so many different currencies in this, and it's like, we're dropping you off, and I'm watching all these people dress as different things, like, oh, there's Wolverine there. Never mind. I, you like, sound, I can't you sound so old. I was in the middle of a DJ Marshmallow concert. I was confused. I didn't know what I was Yo, doing. Yo, motherfucker, I was there day one for Fortnite when none of y'all cared. It was one of my games <gasps> That kid's dressed like Wolverine. <laughs> I never said that. That's not what Thor looks like in my... Oh, hold on. Hold on. I was behind it. I, I wanted to see what it played like, but it's still like... Like, what do I have to do to unlock this shit? Fuck, this is so complicated and ridiculous and filled with microtransactions. I don't because all I want to do is see what the Marvel characters played like. Right. It's a whole other thing. It's a whole other industry. Yeah. That they, they the, the Wolverine costume by default they showed in the trailer was the one I grew up with, the yellow and brown yellow one. And, brown. and I I wanted I wanted to see that and like well, you get to unlock that at level sixty seven of the tier three battle pass and like or I could just play another game. Mm. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Or you can pay no, them, I'm sure. To, no, to I'm not doing that, that at all. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but I did play. I did update my Fortnite on Switch, which took six hours because I downloaded it the day it came out and never touched it since. Speaking and of Battle Pass, by the way, played a lot more Marvel's Avengers. I played a lot of the kind of end oh, game after the campaign. And? Um, I'm not opposed to the end game here there it is it can be fun the, the matchmaking doesn't work for shit on the playstation <laughs> 4 i've never i found a human being one time uh so you you better be prepared to play with ai opponents but i'm actually enjoying myself as a destiny player love the loot drops i am happy well the game advises you to like play with uh, uh finish the game first right uh, I don't know that it advises you, but you you should just finish the campaign. And then actually, the the, po- the end game stuff it's very very much like Destiny. The story mm-hmm. continues. It's it's not like you're just replaying the campaign missions. There's there's others. There's there's a whole new boss I just fought. Mm. You know again. So uh, yeah. 
this is a, a bad thing for Square. If Square wanted its own destiny, they should have picked a different game. Uh, I don't know. I'm anxious to see what these new heroes... I'm, I'm actually kind of excited because they are promising... So the way I'm seeing the end game play out, it won't be told through intricate cutscenes, but it'll be like, okay, you're in the ship on the way to a mission. We're going to tell you... We're going to give you a bunch of exposition on why you're going to beat up these robots, and then when you get there, you're going to beat them up, and then we'll tell you how that story <laughs> ended. You know, so. No. I'd rather play a Lego game. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that is huge slander coming from me. That is all the news mm-hmm. that I had well, that is fit to play. Not quite. Um, I just want to throw out a mention for Ubisoft Forward, which is happening the day after we record this. So even though I know absolutely everything that's going to be revealed, I can't tell these guys any right. of it until tomorrow. So uh, we will revisit this next week. So what you're saying is it will be a Ubisoft backward by the time we cover it. Let's move on to the community segment, which, as always, is segmenting Segmenting our community. community. Last week's question of the week was, which comics franchise, currently defunct, most deserves its own video game? I swear to God, this is not the first time we've asked this question, but who cares? On VigiGameApocalypse.com, Trick the TM says, I would want a Hellboy game that is actually good. Mm. A Metroidvania would be perfect for the character and his world. Playable Abe Sapien, Liz Sherman, or Roger the Homunculus would also be neat. Yeah, agreed. Good Lord. I thoroughly agree. Uh, Colin O'Hara says this is absolutely the best answer. Django slash Zorro. Ooh. The fact that the series exists is uh, the series exists is pretty insane, but goddamn, it's one of the best things in the world. Django, after Candyland, uh, has fled west and is trying to make a living, but... Uh, uh, out west, Zoro is much older, but still refuses to pick up a gun uh, using a sword and a whip in the 1860s West. The two team up and take down evil white guys enslaving Native Americans. Fuck me, really? That's cool. So, so it's Jamie Foxx Django, not like Franco Nero Django. Yeah, basically it could be uh, Red Dead Redemption, but with characters that are uh, out and out heroes, not anti heroes. And the comic came with suggested music to listen to while reading because Tarantino. <laughs> nice. Jingo, that's a huge rat, not a small dog. That is one franchise I would like to acquire. (laughs) It's my Christoph Waltz impression. I got that. (laughs) Be very, very eloquent with your English by saying it all very hard. Once I wasn't (laughs) singing, I realized this. Uh, that was a bad impression. Ooh, that's a bingo. But who would play <laughs> Sergeant Demetrio Lopez Garcia in this comic is what I want to know. It's a Zorro TV show reference. Never mind. Wow, Matt. From the 50s? Yes. <laughs> I love that or show. Or the Family Channel. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Chris Nolan's <laughs> 10ET is on Twitter. says, An invincible game, please. No time to wait for a Netflix show tie-in. A Superman game without having to worry about what the characters can slash can't do. Or at least a Walking Dead-style game set in the Invincible universe since Kirkman bought the skeleton crew of Telltale. <laughs> I like to believe he literally just bought the skeleton crew. He didn't buy them. He's, he's... He just bought the Home Depot skeleton that Chris bought. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, I didn't <laughs> know what happened. Uh, from the official Laser Time Facebook community, Jesse Moore says, I've always wanted a Daredevil game. Just mm. let Rocksteady make an Arkham game in Hell's Kitchen instead of Detective Vision. Make it the badass sonar thing that he does. Yep. So he um, would always be playing in Detective Vision. That's the way I play Batman anyway, so I think yeah, we're good. True. Yeah. 
Fair. It's really sad. There's a, a canceled Daredevil game out there that looks like it was kind of that. The PS2 I mean, one? On, uh, for PS2. Yeah. Okay. The Game Boy one was but, bad, too, but for different reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Daredevil so much. I love Daredevil. Daredevil, I've always wanted to have a video game. I've never been able to have a good way of making it work. Can you imagine a VR Daredevil game? How, how much that would fuck with people? Like, oh, by the way, you're <laughs> I don't blind. Care, I don't care how many sounds, I don't care how many sights you can hear. You should never jump off a building like that. Yet he does, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wow, that is really great, Edgar Diaz. There was a way to do that. Uh, on Marvel's What If. That's one of my favorite things in the world, mm-hmm. Marvel's What If series, by the way, to take Edgar's point. And jump off for just a second, because on bonus time we talked a bit about um, Chadwick Boseman. And it looks like the What If series, that's going to be la- Boseman's last performance as Black Panther. It's an animated series. And what if asked, uh, what if the comics asked, what if uh, this one thing changed or hmm. this fight wasn't won? What if uh, Sue Storm married Prince Namor instead of Cap- uh, Mr. Fantastic? And the Fantastic Four looked a lot different. I love those comics and that there's... The rumor is that like all the MCU guys who are now gone do a performance in here um, vocally, but he's saying, "What if as a game, make it crazy, Saints Row style, have the story and an enemies uh, randomly generate based on the character you make? Uh, the character creator can include a, a collection of familiar secret identities, origins, and powers that you can mix and match, even gender swap. That's yeah, it, that's a little too. Since Marvel doesn't make games, no one would license." No one would pay their licensing fee to make that risky game. I want to see a what the game. What right, parody char- parody versions of Marvel characters uh, fight and do stupid shit in Mad Magazine oh. style ripoffs. I love, I love, man, I oh, I love Marvel yeah. What Ifs. God damn, I can't wait for that show. Just bring back Four Bushman or whatever. Uh, Brian What's Stafford that? says, "How about an action game with a detective slash puzzle solving flair to it, taking place in the Marvel?" Uh, in Marvel Starving, the universe's best sleuths, Jessica Jones, Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman, and Kate Bishop, a.k.a. Hawkeye. All three characters have both different fighting and sleuthing styles, and it would be guaranteed to have over the Doctor's recommended daily dosage of sass. Of course, there should be both She-Hulk slash Hellcat and Luke Cage slash Iron Fist DLC missions. And when I say slash there, I can only assume it's meant in the fan fiction sense where they're fucking. Could be. You know what we'd call it with all the sleuthing? Yeah. It would be a, a looter sleuther. A sleuther. A looter sleuther, Paul. A sl- <laughs> looter a l- sleuther. A luthy sleuthy. <laughs> I can't do Gross. it. I'm too drunk. Uh, we also have a uh, an audio response from the one and only Seabake, who joins us on uh, the 302010 video game show. Oh boy, uh, Chris Baker's been such a fun addition to that shit. He, he really was has. Uh, working at PTOM twenty years ago and has worked for Marvel. No, no, no. he worked for OPM, the real OPM, official PlayStation sorry. magazine, not the official fake imitation magazine. I worked at. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the, the, the issue on his debut show, what was on that issue? Regis Philbin. <laughs> it's uh, we weren't there. That's what he talked about. It was to promote the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game. Right. Uh, okay, he has this to say. Hey guys, Chris Baker here, coming to you from my back porch, where maybe you can hear crickets and even hints of civilization. Uh, anyway, I just felt kind of obligated to uh, respond to your question of the week this week as someone who used to work on superhero games and who has a, a YouTube channel called Superhero.bg devoted to superhero games. 
And my pick for this question of the week is Wonder Woman. There's pretty much no one else more iconic in terms of superheroes who have never had a video game. There's really, there's just so much you can do with her in terms of combat. You know, she's great at like punching things. She's great at swinging swords. And you can also put her pretty much anywhere from mythological settings to historical settings to modern settings. And her traversal is like so inconsistent across comics and TV and movies. Sometimes she flies, sometimes she doesn't, sometimes she has her invisible jet, sometimes she's grabbing lightning bolts with her uh, her lasso. There's so much you can do with the uh, movement. Of course, her lasso can be involved with all of that, from the moving to the fighting and, and even interrogating people. Of course, it's also worth mentioning that it's 2020 and we still have never had a good superhero game starring a woman. We had Danger Girl for PS1. That might be the best one. Then we had uh, Catwoman for the Game Boy Color that was based on the comics. And then we had the Catwoman movie games from EA and yeah. So a good Wonder Woman game is pretty much long overdue for more reasons than one. Less said about that Catwoman game, the better, probably. Mm. That's a, such an excellent point, though. Especially now that, like, it's not Marvel, it's DC who's making great games based on their characters right mm. now. Yeah. They, they just announced two games that don't contain Batman. Well, but the, be- the best character in Marvel's Avengers is Miss Marvel. It is it is yeah. a female character. The rest, yeah. as Chris said, what would you call them? Because they're like basically generic white guy. They're they're vanilla white white I, guys. I, I don't know. Like I don't want to I don't want to shit on that game too much because I still want to play it. But like uh, I decided I wanted a twelve foot skeleton more than I wanted the Avengers and cancel my pre order. <laughs> but Miss Marvel becomes giant. She can make herself a twelve foot skeleton if you want. I know she can also reduce the price of her game in two months uh, when Black Friday deals start. <laughs> Uh, to, to probably around 20 bucks. Sure. Uh, all right, new question of the week. Now that the Xbox Series S and X have been fully revealed, price, financing, pre-order date, etc., etc., launch, has it changed your mind any? Like, what are you what are you planning to do? Do you do you, do you think you're, you'll buy into the financing? Do you want to... You're just not interested at all? Do you think you'll just, like, plunk down a lump sum? Which one were you, would you be more interested in getting, the, the S or the X? Let us know. Yeah, for me, like, it actually hasn't changed my opinion as much. Like, I was always gunning for the X. I'm going to... Uh, probably, like, it, it's the idea of just plunking down. Here, Here's $600. Give it to me. Uh, is much more convenient to me than applying for credit and uh, working out a financing deal. So I'm probably just going to do that. It is. It is not a huge. You don't do it online. You do it through retailers. Yep. Yeah. So you, I don't you, go you, to retailers. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, like uh, you would go to Best Buy, yeah. and uh, and th- 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 that's the only retailer I could see that like service in my well, was servicing at all. No, they 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 had a big <laughs> list on the website. It's it's. They're, they did. Best Buy but none is, of them are available except Best Buy. Happening. Then, like Target yeah. is coming soon, and GameStop is Walmart, coming. Walmart, GameStop. GameStop will be appealing to a lot of people because you can trade in your old console and get some credit. And you could conceivably a year later trade in the console and pay it the fuck off and get whatever you want. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And uh, it, it's one of the most interesting things I've seen. Is this only between the Xbox X and S or the PlayStation as well? Play, yeah. I think we're, we're saying does it change. Are you, which one are you going to get now of the three? Mm-hmm. Now that we know three, yeah, sure, exists. sure. Uh, I, that's the thing that sucks about me is that like 
If I didn't have Xbox 360 One and original Xbox games lying around, I wouldn't give a fuck about that disk drive. I really wouldn't. Yeah. But like, uh, it's also a better performing system, mm-hmm. so I want to shoot for that. But like, Sony, like I don't. There's something about this that that smells wrong to me. Um, I only care about the Spider-Man exclusive. I don't give a fuck about anything else they they had to say exclusively at all. Not even Horizon. Uh, am I crazy? Like what? What else was was there to get super excited about? Uh, Ratchet and Clank. I mean, you know, never really been there for it, and I'm not saying it's bad, but like uh, I've always wanted to be a fan. But the it's new just Horizon like never... game. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Horizon game could do it. I haven't finished the first one, but um, you know, I'm out of Sony exclusive, so I might as well jump in there and do it. Whatever the fuck Naughty Dog delivers in another six years. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of time to do that, especially if they want me to pay full price all at once. But the idea that, like, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I made a couple bad financial situ- decisions recently. One of which is a 12 foot skeleton that's in my yard. <laughs> uh, that was my console money, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to like. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't see a way around. I will literally save myself monthly money by doing the, the financing for. Xbox. Uh, they didn't give me a... I, I looked on the fact on their website. They didn't give me... When I signed up for Game Pass or if I was signing up for Game Pass Ultimate, it's not like anybody called me and like, you, you know what? You should cancel one of these. But you can see how to do that on their on the All Access website. Yeah, we'll prorate you the rest of the year that you paid for and blah, 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 blah. Like, holy shit, really? <laughs> that's, that's an incredible deal. Saving money on on gold, Game Pass, uh, and a console at the same time. Again, it's twenty dollars to find. I don't want to push this too much. I feel like there might be a catch. We all go through bad shit and sometimes can't pay bills. I don't know what that is going to do to a person, but it's not like getting a credit card with like a thousand, a couple thousand dollar balance. Like you have a six hundred dollar balance. Yeah, essentially. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think so. For me, the decision before all this was. Which of the five hundred to six hundred dollar consoles do I plunk down the money for, or because there was no way I was going to do both this year? So yeah. now, really, what this opens up is like, yeah, I'm probably going to buy a PS Five because I'm guessing they won't have financing. But what the financing does is just go, and now I can definitely also get an Xbox, you know. Mm-hmm. And and seeing how the Series X is only it's five hundred. I was I thought it might end up being six hundred. I'm like, okay, thirty five dollars a month. Well, I'm already giving them 15 a month for Game Pass Ultimate, so that's just another $20 more a month. That's literally one case of Monster Energy drinks that I buy that you know I can <laughs> I can cut out per month, and so I'm like, I mean, I'm gonna cancel Shutter at the end of fucking Halloween anyway, yeah. so like it's like yeah. six bucks rough. a month. I know, and I'll probably cancel HBO. I don't have I don't have anything else that expensive. Yes, but, um, so it definitely changes. It's for me. It's like yeah, I'll probably end up now. Def- I-, I was gonna get the PS5 because the exclusives, but it's like. I think what it might do for a lot of people is like, well, that's an easy way to get a second console. You mm-hmm. know, like it'll probably for real. Maybe Microsoft's strategy all along was like, we know people will buy a PS5 because fucking Sony first party games are great. Fine, we get it. We're the third wheel, but just I mean, here. it's a ballsy strategy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think PS5. I think Sony has to announce something really big to compete <laughs> with this price point because right now they're basically arguing like, uh. Throughout the next seven years, four games might be exclusive to this console. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you're talking about. Four great games. And, like, 
I don't know. You can ignore four great games for the price or play them later for cheaper. Right. Well, now that you know what the Xbox Series S and X are offering, has it changed your opinion about the looming next-gen console landscape? Uh, are you planning to get any of these? Uh, let us know. Go to VigigameApocalypse.com and answer into the comments for episode 384. Alternately, you can uh, visit the official Laser Time community on Facebook, and there'll be a thread there where you can answer, or you can ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse and let your voice be heard, and we will pick the best answers on next week's show. Anyway, that has been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Chris, what do you got? New episode of Laser Time this week. Final performances, if you like video games, final performances locked in video games. There are a lot of animated characters, uh, human performances that happen for the last time in games and due to licensing restrictions tend to disappear so I wanted to see if we could find as many as we could and uh, it's an uh, interesting romp through IP lore uh, with our my buddy Adam from Sick of Star Wars which I'm doing with Jeremy uh, we didn't talk about Crusader Kings this week but I know Jeremy on Tweakalicious.tv is streaming a ton of uh, Crusader Kings oh and you should go to uh, PCGamer.com where they have uh, I think Chris Livingston one of my favorite games writers wrote a Mm. thing about a player who uh, ate the Pope like that was his goal (laughs) and he ate the Pope (laughs) yeah Uh, is that the the I I am eight bears guy ah god damn it that was funny Hmm. Um, and and, and new sick of Star Wars this week about the one the only episode four Star Wars I hate calling it that so much (laughs) it's like it's almost like calling uh, the Xbox One, the Xbox One. Uh, calling, <laughs> having to call Star Wars Episode Four a New Hope, both of them bother me. That's what we're talking about. And we have a new 302010 Games episode there. So there's way too much shit uh, for you to be listening to. Um, hopefully I'll have something ribald for you very soon. Uh, and I, I really mean that. Like something very sexual. Ooh. So uh, patreon.com slash laser time is where you can get that extra content. Uh, laser time, of course, is free to everyone. And 302010 this week was just such a bombast just talking about the town hardware postcards from the edge a, a movie written by princess leia uh, just absolutely it's tiny tunes captain planet it's fucking insane listen to the show man that's great i just want to throw out that uh saying star wars episode four a new hope is like uh prefacing all of your appliances with their proper brand name like I love my yeah. Oster food processor from Cuisinart, oh, whatever. Like, my Kenmore Warwind 850 is just <laughs> so amazing. Nobody talks like that. There is so much Patreon content. Chris, you didn't even mention the fact that there will also very soon be an all-new Apocalypse Gaiden spoiler cast yep. for Ghosts of yeah, Tsushima. Sorry. It's in the can. Ooh. We recorded it. I will edit it and put it up uh, sometime in the next week. Which we, we recorded here behind the scenes uh, on Monday, which is why I was not able to do this week's Monday Night Movie, which I do almost every week at uh, Twitch. Maddie C. Allen on Twitch. Uh, we do the Monday Night Movies Mondays at 8 p.m. Pacific, and then I stream games on Tuesdays and Fridays sometime between 8 and 9 uh, p.m. Pacific. Lately, I've been streaming, you guessed it, Marvel's Avengers. So come check me out there. I'm on Twitch. Maddie C. Allen. That's also where I am on the Twitter. Hmm. As always, you can visit us online at VGGameApocalypse.com or ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse. You know what? Follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse because we could use more followers. Show us you love us. Uh, or you can uh, follow me personally at Wikiparas where I will very occasionally tweet uh, funny and or 
very bleak and desperate things. Uh, anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I found C batteries for, like, I think the first time since, like, 1983. Wow. I have not had to find C batteries in a long time. <laughs> Those aren't for powering things. Those are for whipping at hockey players. <laughs> <laughs>